Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. <laughs> and Andy. Hey, now. All right. Um, this is episode 316. IDK. IDK? Yeah. Yeah. The hell is that? I declare. I declare. I declare. <laughs> All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Me. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Because I have not done almost much of anything. Except I got some new lipos last week. Got some more nice. Maniacs. Got two of the Success 45C 5000 blue ones. And I ordered two of the 80C orange bad boys mm. uh, but I only got one they're back ordered so hopefully I'll get the other one sometime soon test these bad boys out nice just just be sure you're sitting down when you price them mm. but I think they should be good no work on the Spectre I didn't get to get out and fly Weather has been was really really fantastic here last week. It was perfect flying weather, but it was also perfect farming weather. So I had to get some farming stuff done, getting prepared for spring. So not much hobby stuff happened. What about you guys? Get anything cool so, done? Perfect farming weather, perfect flying weather, but you did no flying. No flying and lots of farming. So you sat in the air conditioning? The no, air conditioning unfortunately, cab? no. I'm no. doing like equipment maintenance, trying to get yeah, stuff ready. Yeah, it wasn't the okay. fun part. It's the really shitty part where you got to like change oil and grease things and move stuff around and do this and do that. Nothing really fun Not about bad. it. Fun part sitting in a tractor and and then stuff breaks and then that's not fun. Kind of sounds like me in the morning oh, in yeah. the bathroom, changing oil, <laughs> greasing things, moving stuff around. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Whatever. So, how's my week been, you yeah. ask? Yeah. How's your week, yeah. Kevin? It started off, my weekend started off with, uh, I think it was Friday night or mm -hmm. Saturday. I think, I'm not sure. Uh, I got a call from Kevin Kintz, uh Only Fine Hellies. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and I haven't oh, talked to him yeah. in a while. Yeah, he's doing good. He, they purchased a house in Clifton. He's one of the guys that used to fly, um, or probably still flies with Ed Johnson up yeah. there in New York mm -hmm. State. Yep. yep. <clears throat> and yeah, he was. Uh, we Facetimed, and he was showing me all around his house that they basically rebuilt and uh, looked good. Man, it was cool. He had all his helis downstairs, and nice. He's like. Um, He's like one of those guys that I know that like he'll call me or we'll talk to each other out of the blue like every like six months or so just stay in touch and it's great to catch up with him and see how things are man good That's dude cool. it was great talking to him and uh, yeah I guess he listened to the show because he said oh, I've been, heard you've been doing a lot of flying and I was like yeah I have, actually I have been getting some flying in and he was telling me that he really hasn't with the weather I guess up yeah, north weather up there yeah yeah 
So I was planning on uh, maybe going out Saturday to the field, but uh, Saturday was a physical day for me, man. I went jogging in the morning and did my did my spiel and uh, came back and I wanted to look at my Jeep because my Jeep brakes I helped what got like froze up uh, on Friday on the one side, and I I don't know what it is with me and brakes, but I always have issues with it. It's probably the way I do. It's probably something that I do. So I, I wanted to make sure I looked at those and I've been wanting to look at, you know, check the, the radiator fluid and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, fluids. So because it just turned like 70,000 miles on a Jeep. So, yeah, I had the Jeep up in the air. I was checking out the brakes. And, of course, the one side was pretty, it wasn't frozen, but it was. No, the caliper, the the pads were uh-huh. really tight. So I kind of like. You're using them too much. And, just do what I do and just always go faster, and then you don't have to worry about your brakes. Yeah. Doesn't make yeah. sense because because your brakes should retract. If they're not retracting, it's because your pistons are seizing. No, it wasn't the piston. It was the the actual thing it slides on the pad. Brakes themselves. Stuck. The the pads sliding in and out. I guess from the heat, the piston seems fine, and it's fine since I, you know, did that. I don't know. I used to have this issue. Back when I lived in Jersey, because I lived kind of off off road, like in the wooded area, and I would get a lot of moisture in my driveway. And I did those brakes before I came down here, um, so it really shouldn't have been a problem. But I don't know; they, they were the one side was really tight. So, uh, but I fixed that. I guess been driving uh, out on the beach in the ocean or something—that's probably yeah, what happened. That's how I go to work. Yeah, <laughs> I drive through the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's great. That's what I picture of the Jeep, you know. It's a great, yeah. yeah. So I get my he fish goes dip. down on the beach, does a donut around somebody trying to sit on a blanket, throws sand everywhere, and goes, yeah. ha <laughs> and then runs, a, goes to work. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's what I do. I knew uh, it. So what else was I, I going to do? Uh, I'll tell you that I did. I forget. Anyways, so I get done with the Jeep, and I'm pulling out of the driveway, and it's a little driveway. It's like barely enough room for the Jeep itself because it's just, it dumps right out into a little cul-de-sac or little circle area mm-hmm. where all the homes back up. And I have pavers there and the pavers are getting all pushed up by one of the oak tree roots that are underneath now. And, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I should look at that because it, it really looks like shit. So then I decided I was going to rip all that out. And I, <laughs> I pulled out like two baseball bat sizes of roots that mm-hmm. I, was able to get out of there and it, it came out really nice but man i was done Did you used to cut them it's just saws all on an old blade it saws all okay yeah That's what I was thinking. yeah yeah just an old blade that i probably ruined two old blades that i had whatever. that i was gonna throw out anyways yeah these are disposable whatever yeah but it came out pretty quick you know and it's all set you know it's sand so it wasn't like i was hitting rocks or anything like right. that That's so good. It was, yeah it was it was pretty easy to pull them out and then put it back but I did get some flying in on Sunday, which was a lot of fun, man. Uh, it was windy. It was freaking gusty and windy, and the plankers were nowhere to be found. But uh, I was out there basically by myself, and I got a couple of flights in. There were a couple guys that showed up, and we were chatting. One guy flew quads, and he was asking me all about helicopters. And, uh, you know, I said, have you ever flown, like, the quads line of sight? And he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, then you're one step ahead of these guys because mm-hmm. they don't use rudder that much. And, you know, you'd be you'd be OK with it. And he goes, I, I have been simming a lot. And I'm like, that's that's huge. 
Nice. So we got to talking. So who knows? I might see him with a sweet with a heli one of these days. Nice. Uh, he's a nice nice guy. And then after flying by myself, um, I got invited to do some crawling with my. Uh, I bought a one tenth crawler. I don't know if I even uh, mentioned yeah, it to you guys. Think, uh, you had that small Maybe one, but uh, I got the small one. That's the twenty fourth yeah. scale. Yeah. But I but like a week what later, I get? bought um, just a cheap uh, red cat. Uh, the okay. Gen Seven. Okay, yeah, no, that's a good one. Gen yeah. Seven Pro. It's it's a good one. Yeah, it's not too bad at all. Uh, so we took that. Out. Actually, three of us had one of those, and one guy had a new. Um, uh, I guess it's Axial makes it. I don't know. It was bron- a Bronco body, like a new Bronco oh, body. New Bronco body, yeah. And it was the Traxxas. There's a new Traxxas. Traxxas. That has yeah. Body, yeah. It looks good. That was probably it. Yep. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. We had a, found a great area. Yeah. Where take some video and pictures. I did. I took a little bit of video and I did take some pictures. I think I sent them to you guys, didn't I? Didn't I send a few pictures? Yes, you did. I think I sent one or two mm-hmm. that day. On Facebook page. Sure yeah. I'd like to see it. But it was cool because we were on a like, we were on like a regular street path, like you know the width of, of a vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, for a little while, and then we went to like a footpath, which was really cool because now Perfect. the path is right? yeah, yeah, it's like one foot wide and it was going winding all through going up you know down around roots and stuff like that and and we were just having a blast it was a lot of fun nice. the battery lasted like cool man close to an hour i think yeah yeah it was a it was a three thousand. you know one of those uh nickel metal batteries oh okay nice and i did have some lipos ready but i didn't i didn't bring them with me i figured let me let me see how long these this last and mm-hmm. it started running out on the way back but it was it was cool it was a lot of fun just something i haven't done in a while and it's you know a lot of fun with other people yeah, have you ever time. done that before i've never gone in the woods with crawlers no uh-uh. yeah. I, I just cool. haven't driven a car like you know in a while right like more than like 10 minutes you're like okay this is boring <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Uh, this was this was pretty cool and it was that thing did pretty good it was it's under 300 bucks for that nice. uh, gen 7 just I got I got a couple of smaller upgrades coming for it, like oh yeah, longer, what are you thinking? Longer um, the uh, steering steering horn uh, for the okay. steering servo, because man, the turn radius is like a battleship. It's horrible. Really? <laughs> can you make that uh, four wheel steering? I think you can if you. I I did see one kind of upgrade for that uh, YouTube help video. A lot, and then you could also crawl like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah and stuff yeah it was it was good with the you know and i was dealing with it because i was just like goosing it to get it yeah. to go to get it to go tighter and right yeah i was i was crawling up some pretty heavy duty shit some a lot of stuff that the bronco was actually getting up you know i was following them pretty good i think it's yeah. all on the driver too though you know because mm-hmm. like yeah the other two had theirs decked out a little more and one guy was one guy was having some issues but um yeah, he was doing all right, just not, I don't know. I don't want to say it was that much better, but I, like I said, I think it's all in the driver, you know. Yeah, yeah. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing very good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and I think that's really all I did. I ordered some stuff for that, like just, um, like I said, a couple of little tiny things, and that was it, really. Didn't Didn't hit the sim Friday. I was thinking about it and was going to try and make it, but I don't even know what I was doing Friday night. So what have you been up to, Steve? Um, bunch of stuff. So on nice. Sunday I flew. Um, 
I flew for a while. I don't know. I flew for a good like five hours. Nice. <laughs> I went to the field, and it was windy as heck. It was like 25, 30 mile per hour gust, but it was eighty degrees. It was t-shirt weather. It was fantastic weather. Wow. You know, the skies were uh, cloudy. You know, it was a little bit overcast, but it was just warm. You know, it was just warm and nice. But yeah, the wind was crazy windy. Surprisingly, there was a good turnout at my club. There were, I don't know, maybe about eight or nine people. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, and out of that, maybe four of them flew. <laughs> You know, I'm not including myself. Of course, I flew. Um, but yeah, it was good. So I got a bunch of flights in. Um, I was there early. While I was there early, um, I also got like a GoPro. Um, I don't know what it's called, the Max 360 camera, one of these things. Oh that, yeah, how that And I set it up on a, I set up on a tripod out on the field. Mm-hmm. And I flew. I flew my nitro around it. And I flew my electric around it. And the video quality is is not great. Like it is 360. It's cool. It's cool when you're like, um, holding it and you're like, you know, I, I put it on, you know, I'll hold it on a stick and I'll go around on my one wheel. It's cool like that. The video quality is great for that. For like when the camera's moving, but when the camera's still and you're trying to video something around it, it's not that good of a quality because it's just a huge field of view, right? You're, you're talking about 360. So, yeah. um, there's a couple of videos on my YouTube channel though. Check it out though. It's funny. Um, it's funny how, like, the one video, I get really close with it. <laughs> like, I take off, and I just, like, I'll just go right for the camera. And I was like, oh, I'll just kind of skim right over it. And it looks it looked pretty cool because it was close, and you can really hear the helicopter. Um, um, what's cool about it is that, yeah, there is audio, so you do hear the nitro motors and stuff. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it was cool. fun. So I did, a, I did a couple flights with that camera and then, you know, kept on knocking over in the wind. So after that, I kind of just put it away. Um. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of flights on the raw electric, a bunch of flights on the nitro, and I got a couple of flights on the 580 raw as well. Um, I brought a couple of planes out, but it was just too windy. I was like, I'm not going to bother. Um, <laughs> the plankers, <laughs> the wind was like a tailwind, so it's coming from behind us, right? So it's yeah. a crosswind on the runway. They, you know, they're foamies. They can't fly. They, they just, so what they do is they go out on the other side of the runway, and they toss their plane, or they take Toward off. The and then Towards the pit, yeah. and then they <laughs> walk, and then and then they fly, and then they walk, and then now they're at the flight line, yeah. flying normal, and then when they land, they kind of land on the side, which is it's going towards the pits, but it's, it's so far to the right that yeah. there's no pit. There but they can so kind of get into the wind that way. Yeah, so they yeah. could get in the okay. wind, and and a lot of times they were just scaling that thing, like literally in the wind, and just mm-hmm. you know dropping it, mm-hmm. um, I, which is pretty cool too. But um, but yeah, it was interesting. Um, I flew my my drone around a bit too, the Mavic. Um, I got some good footage of uh, of this train that had a bunch of graffiti on it, so I posted a video of that as well. Um, so I've been doing a lot of just flying at the club, you know, for that five hours. It was fun. Um, they even brought out some food and did a, a little barbecue cookout, which is pretty cool. Nice. I don't like this club, you know. They're very um, active and you know they're cool, but like. Me flying helicopters and, you know, remember this was the club that I was telling you guys about. That right. Like, can't hog the field. You got to mm-hmm. fly the pattern and all this stuff. But then come find out, like, 
I'm there and I'm flying. And yeah, I fly by myself. No one, you know, they, they wait. They don't, there's no issues. They don't complain. They, they must not be too worried about it if they're, they launch their airplanes toward the pits. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And then, and then like they, you know, they even built me like a heli specific stand, you know, because they're rebuilding all the plane stands. They got rid of all yeah. of them and built. Like so what makes a plane five or six? What makes a stand heli specific? It doesn't have that tailpiece that a a plane has. Oh, you know, oh, the, you're okay. It's just a square table. Yeah. So it's a square table. Now they did leave the two arms that like kind of hold the 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 plane. Like if the plane was sitting there, it would so hold the somebody plane could from, still like, put forward. a plane on it if they want. No. Because the table's only three feet long, like the oh. plane would only be can, can only so be. Why like they two leave feet the, the what's the uprights for? Because one's a transmitter holder. Oh, okay. And the other one, I don't know. They uh, they just left it, I guess, because that's how they were building yeah, the other ones. Okay. But they also put a shelf on the bottom for me, which nice. was something I requested. That's really so cool. I could put my nitro jug down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. if you check my post on it, that's the table that they set up for and. To be honest, those poles, at first I was like, ah, oh, they're going to be in the way. They're kind of annoying. I can still set up my helicopter where I put the nose the other way and I can still spin the blades completely around. Mm-hmm. So I can still have a 700 on the bench um, to do like blade tracking or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in case of a hot start, I mean, I got a pole that's literally going to stop the blades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's not going to hit me. So, yeah. I mean, as a safety measure, I guess, it, it kind of does make sense to have something like that on the helicopter stand as well. Because mm-hmm. this is the helicopter stand I'm starting on. I'm putting batteries yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going live on, on everything, right? So, yeah. you know. So, All right, that's yeah, I cool. I thought it was pretty dope that they did this for, yeah, you know, that's, for me. You that's, know, so. that's really cool. Maybe you can get yeah, so, another guy into helis and start a little heli group there. Well, and that's what I got this guy, Tony, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, you know, like he bought an XL Power 550 now, and he's starting to get into it. Like he's he bought a V control. Like he's oh he's, damn yeah he bought he bought a V control Neo, and then and then I was like that Goblin 500 is a great helicopter, but you're one crash away. So he was like, yeah, what should I get? I'm like, if you really want to learn, get 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 something you can beat on and mm-hmm. crash cheap. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, recommended the XL 550, and of course the Nimbus. Which we'll talk about later. Freaking comes out like a week after he gets his kit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, that'll still be know, good though. Good. It'll still probably be yeah. cheaper parts and stuff. The one. Oh yeah. And he can. And eventually he'll buy. Yeah, he can life. fly that for a year and then upgrade to the Nimbus. Yep. Yeah. So that's my thoughts. Also. Cool. Um, besides that, I was flying my raw nitro and. I don't know. This is a, a common thing that I think happens on Goblin Nitros and because of the clutch stack, the way it's designed. Sometimes when you start it, um, sometimes the fan comes loose. The clutch and the fan comes loose off the hub. So after two flights, the third time I try to start it, it's like, uh, and it got jammed. Uh, so that kind of benched that heli. Fast forwarding to yesterday, I started taking uh, the raw nitro apart. So I can wrench on that and get that fixed. Um, so I fixed it. I, I put a little bit of Loctite the on nu- it now. The nut so. just comes undone or what? How's it? Yeah, it's like because it's like you have your your clutch and your, your motor pulley and everything, the bell housing, and then like the clutch is inside that and mounts to it. Mm-hmm. It basically screws onto a shaft and, right. then, and basically unscrew. Yeah. So it. Yeah. So it's basically unscrewed itself and then it gets jammed in the fan housing and obviously... I gotta take it apart to screw it all back down together and stuff. So, mm. yeah, okay. but but it's all good now. Um, 
So what else did I work on? I had this Bixler that I got from this whatever lot sale I bought. I bought a bunch of planes. And it's a kit, so, you know, it needs electronics. And um, I was originally going to sell it, but I kind of wanted to try, like, FPV head tracking on an airplane. Mm -hmm. You know, I never... Never really got a chance to work on too much FPV. Like I did a little bit of the quad stuff, and so I have all that stuff. But I just I never really liked flying quads. Um, but planes, I thought it might be kind of cool to you know do some health tracking and kind of look around. Oh and yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a good plane for it. You're gonna put it like right yeah. up in exactly. the nose, or you're gonna put it like up on the wing, or I'm gonna put it right where the cockpit is because yeah. the cockpit has that like it has a tray for it. Oh so yeah, I forgot about it. that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bixlers. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's a pusher style, you know glider type of airplane um yeah so i got some high-tech 65 mgs or mbs or whatever servos um from some other plane and so i threw those in there uh i gotta figure out a motor i think i'm gonna take one off my one of my old quads like use a quad motor you know like uh mm -hmm. it's yeah. like an old dji 2212 whatever kv motor 20 1800 yeah, kv motor or something Oh, 1800? Okay. I don't I don't remember the KV. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, was it those motors, that was you know, that used. one of the things I remembered getting was the upgraded motor. for. It's the Bixler 2, right? Well, I got the 1. This is it's old school. Bixler 1? Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, you know, I don't whatever. think it's in a matter. Yeah, it's the same yeah. platform. Uh, that was 1400 KV that I, I had to upgrade on. And I know that when okay, you put so the motor ESC together and glue the fuselage together, yeah. it's like, hey, you're done. You know, you yeah, that's really... why I got to make sure I know what I yeah. can. Yeah. You should google that though maybe well i could just buy the same motor that the bixler 2 has right you're saying that's a good motor or yeah it was yeah, i'll get the same size or whatever in sunny sky it's fine yeah i'm um, sure you get a pusher prop too it's it comes different. with a uh, prop Did it actually it? came okay. with a five nice. and a six inch prop too nice came with two different and the prop adapter and everything i was surprised that it came with that cool yeah i gave i gave that plane i think to tony at the field in jersey yeah I'm pretty sure it was 1400 though. That was like I'll what stuck up. out yeah. to me when you said you had that. Okay. But yeah, like Andy said, that's a great platform for FPV, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Because I did that once with the FT Explorer, which is mm -hmm. basically the same plane. Same thing. Yep. And I, and I, and I fun, thought right? the F, FPV was was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I figure, you know, as the weather gets nicer, more and more club members going to come out, and there's going to be times where. There's gonna be a lot of plane people flying, and at that point, I'm like, "Well, Put I want to have a plane Go to chase them around, up, right? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was gonna have fun with that stuff. So, they have a quad course there or anything? No, they don't. But okay, that's cool. They, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So you won't interfere with them? No, the only people that do any type of drone or FPV stuff, it's like with Mavics, DJI's, and stuff. So okay, I'm not concerned about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And then beyond that, today I did buy some stuff this morning. I um early morning I woke up and I was like, huh, I need to order some stuff for the um for the motor I'm rebuilding. So oh I did rebuild a motor. I forgot to talk about that too. I rebuilt my one oh five um gold edition. That's the one that like I guess I cooked and the um the sleeve was stuck onto the head. I could not get it off. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I took a, a freaking torch and like I cooked it for a little bit and i finally with like some you know with my welding gloves i like pop, I finally popped it off mm -hmm. um yeah that head is warped in some ways <laughs> putting it back on i'm like this is not fitting on the freaking sleeve you know because it does fit on the sleeve like the head I'm like oh man I'm like screw this 
It's not just heating up the head. <laughs> I just pushed it right back in as soon as they heat it out. I'm like, oh, it's going to be one with the sleeve again, <laughs> with the new sleeve. That's why you couldn't line. get it out to start with, I guess. Yeah, I'm, like because I cooked that. Like that motor, like I, you know, I, I scored the piston and everything. Like I cooked that motor up. Damn. So it it, it warped some bit in the head or something. So uh, It's a gold edition. I can't even get a new head for it. I, yeah. All I can get is a blue head, and that's like not worth it. So I said, you know what, screw it. I'll put it together. I'm sure it'll be fine. It feels like it has great compression. Everything feels good. So, um, yeah, and that's going to go in the raw HD, the raw nitro HD that I'm building. So, yeah. So I had nice. to order some parts for that. And um, while I was ordering some parts for that, I also ordered a couple sets of blades, um, a 713 pair of switch, and then another set of 580 um, S-line blades. I want to try a set on the um, the nitro, and I don't want to have to switch back and forth. Do, so. they, do they make those S-line blades... What size do they have those in now? They have just anything five eighty and sevens. Just yeah. seven even. They don't have anything bigger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not yet. Um. Other than that, I've been working a lot outdoors and in, in the garden, and I started clearing out part of my property for for a shed that I'm going to be building. Um, it's going to be a sixteen by twenty storage shed. Um, I got plans for it online, so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start nice. breaking ground on that probably sometime later this month. So once I clear out the land and, you know, cut down a couple of small trees, like maybe six inch diameter trees and get those uh, roots out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll kind of start getting wood again and start doing this whole shed building once again. Um, I did price it out, man. <sighs> Fucking lumber prices again have gone up like ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, like I think I priced something like this was it was like four grand last time, and now it's I'm gonna spend about six. <laughs> how are you gonna <laughs> this raw material? Cost. Like, how are you gonna build it? Is it gonna be a like a freestanding thing? Or are you gonna put posts in the yeah. ground like more permanent? Or no, it's gonna be freestanding. It's gonna be like a floating shed, that hmm. type of deal. You know, like on gravel. It's like on, your other you one, know, basically, but, but bigger. Basically, but bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because I'm not sure. Not doing a slab or anything like that. I thought about doing a slab because the cost of wood is so damn expensive. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. You could save a lot of. You don't need the floor. You don't need all that other crap. If you, I mean, I would just need gravel and slab, and yeah, and, you know, they would the forming and they would do that right. The, the concrete folks that I would probably hire because I don't want to miss that. I don't want to mix that much concrete <laughs> by hand. No, no way, dude. I did a small pad in front of my steps. Probably yeah. two by was four. Was that one bag or two bags? It, it was like, like more than two enough, to three right? bags, and <laughs> that killed enough. me for the day. Yeah. yeah. I think about doing no, you, by no, that's no, big no, enough to get no a way. truck. I was just. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get them to pour that's it. Like, right. That's gonna be a couple. Yeah, of you can pour it yourself. I mean, it's not. Problem is the whole like sweeping and all that, like feathering and all the tooling you need to do that. that I stuff. just, I kept you know that 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 <laughs> thing you push back and forth. Yeah, dude. Make it look all nice. Yeah. It's easier to get. Somebody come out through the form, yeah. like you're saying, and yeah. just do it up. And hundred bucks or something, they'll pay. Yeah. They'll do it. Yeah. yeah, it probably <coughs> wouldn't save you any money over the wood at that point. Probably wouldn't, but it'd be, be it'd better. save me time, right? Because it, yeah, be, I wouldn't have to physically be better, be more permanent, like you know. And I think I can do that. I don't think that's like um, 
you know, like my HOA doesn't say I can't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I just I just have to look at see the cost basically and the timing, right? See what we could get done. But I am I am pricing it out, and I, I that concrete slab is looking definitely more, um, um, you know, fiscally worth it. What did you say it is? Yeah. Sixteen by twenty. Yeah. And is this something you would pull pull your car into or anything like that, or no? No, no, no. This is going to be for a wood shop. This is mainly going to be okay. a wood shop. Yeah, it's going to be like where I can get all my power tools and stuff out of it so I can use my garage for a garage, basically. Because having um, a brother-in-law in Jersey that has a concrete. That's only company. three and a half yards, so that's a very small oh, yeah, four. Yeah. It would cost you. I don't know yeah. what concrete is there, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what would that cost you in your area? Do you think just ballpark? A couple hundred? We're talking a thousand? What are we talking? Well, as I was saying, there's there's, there's different grades of concrete. So that's why I was asking about parking a car in there. Probably yeah, because you could go like four inch pour. You could go to six inch. Like well, it's just like a four thousand. I don't know if no grain, three, grain's three, not the right three thousand p for what he's doing. Three thousand psi would be sufficient four inches right. if you're not going to be driving on it. Right. Um, five to six hundred dollars for the actual concrete, and probably five or six hundred dollars for somebody to do it. About a grand is what I'm. I'm guessing. I don't really know. I mean, that's a just pretty small pour. Yeah. It wouldn't take but yeah. a f- few minutes to form it and maybe an hour to pour to pour it, float it, finish it, and everything. Yeah, that's quick. Huh? That's like half a less than half a truckload. Right. So I do have a friend that does contracting work and. Uh, I'll, I'll see if he knows any people. It's, it's small enough to where it would be a job that where they go and they normally a job. pour job pour concrete in the mornings. Most crews do. Yeah. So they might have a big job or a medium job, and then that's something they would come and do later in the afternoon. Right. You know, yeah. just yeah, to fill the day out. The trucks are five yards. Usually seven. Is that right now? Are they seven? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, saying it's about three and a half, so it's about half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we can. It does sound better, and I do definitely want to have that concrete slab. Like, it just makes it way, mm-hmm. way and nicer. You just build your your building yeah. right up from that. Yeah. Super yep. simple. To me, it yep. sounds it, it's, less money on pressure treated wood because really the right. the sill will be the only thing I need pressure treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to anchor that to the yeah. concrete. You put yeah. and you then put and your sidings overlap in that slab. You put so anchor bolts so in much it easier. when you pour it, and then. Just like you're doing a house foundation. Yeah, haven't put rods in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the yeah. the bolt sticks out, and then you yeah. your seal plate that you put down, you drill yeah. holes in it and put that and bolt it down, and then you just go up from there with your two by six or two by four walls. And mm-hmm. yeah. see, I didn't easy. do that. I drilled them out. Yeah, you could do that done. too, but yeah, I don't. It's probably not. I was kind of used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could use your tap on, you know, bits and stuff, right? Those are, those work pretty well. But yeah, yeah, even, you know, even those, the gun, even those the, little, you know, psh, those nailing guns, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't think any of that's strong enough for code. Yeah. You'd probably need yeah. bolts. Yeah. But yeah, when I get to it, but uh, I mean, man, concrete does sound way better. It seems like you have a nicer, better floor too. Then you don't have to have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. 
rotting yeah. or anything. Animals get rotting, right? They yeah. go rot. All right, concrete floor. I think it's going to have to be. All right, <laughs> let's move it on. Uh, what do we got, Ian? Oh wait, Ian's not here, is he? Wait, uh, he's nope. here. Ian, are you here? I'm an idiot. Oh yeah, I hear him. Oh, okay. I thought he wasn't yeah. here. Good. Good to have you. <laughs> I'm glad you made it on the show, Ian. Oh man. What do you got? Well, uh, I did some wrenching. Uh, not to I mention. Worked, I worked a double right. and a double. And I was in Discord at, <laughs> as always. Um, you know, wrench, not wrenching. to mention, you know. Not to mention, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill us. Yeah, I know. He's going to hate you guys. That's right. He already hates we, me, probably. We love you, Ian. Yeah. Andy hates you, but we love you. I never said that. I said he hates me. <laughs> oh. Because I pick on him all the time. I can't help it. Andy loves you, too, Ian. No, nah, Ian's under the weather, so we hope he feels better. Yeah. Yes. He'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. He can't go more than two, one week without us picking no. on him. No, even when that one time where we had to change the date and he couldn't make it, he was like, ah, oh. he was like heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> he's had yeah. so much FOBO. <laughs> yeah. I want to know then, like, how you get sick working on a hospital. Isn't that where everybody's cured? Oh, no. <laughs> that's where sick. you go to get sick. Oh. I thought that was Canada. All right. <laughs> Why would you get sick in Canada? I don't, I don't understand. Know. I don't know. Somebody out there laughed at that, though. Keep telling Probably yourself that. One Canadian listener. Keep telling yourself that. We had one Canadian hey, listener. <laughs> if you'd said Mexico, then I'd be like, yeah, you'd get sick if you go down there and drink the water. But I don't know about Canada. I never got sick going to Canada. Actually, no, no. I stand corrected. I got sick eating at the buffet at the Montreal Casino. Me and my wife See? both got food poisoning. Yeah, maybe, you're, maybe you're on to something, Kevin. Mm. Yeah. Damn dirty Canucks. Montreal. That was a rough night. Canadian Casino Buffet, man. It was good, though. The food was, food really was good. so good, but we were sick as shit. Man. Yeah, it made you, made you. Not even the next day. It was that night. It was oh, like, yeah, it was fast acting shit. <laughs> Now Darren's gonna call and yell at us. Uh huh. Oh, he'll agree. But like, yeah, I've been to that Montreal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey? You guys are right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, would eat there. All right. Okay, now he's gonna kill us. <laughs> okay. So, what do we got for main topic? Huh? IDK. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that know. mean, Steve? <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> <That's> what, <it means. laughs> what that means. Yeah, you know, Helly Heads does a kitchen sink episode. We do fucking no sink episode. This is nothing. We ain't got yeah. nothing. Heads suck. We're completely out of everything. Yeah, screw you, Helly Heads. You suck. Yeah, screw you. 8S, bitches. Get an 8X charger. <laughs> you can charge 8X, bitches. Yeah. Wow. Okay, enough of that. I didn't actually listen to the episode, so I have no idea what they said. Oh, they said you suck, is what they said. Oh, okay, They good. said, you know that guy, so Steve? Now. They said, you know Steve yes. from Free Fall Podcast? He's the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the worst. I am. I feel vindicated now. I feel so justified for saying, <laughs> Elliot su- sucks. You should burn that shirt you're wearing said right you now, were an, dude. Such an asshole. An 8S was the worst thing anyone had ever tried before. It was. Yes. He, Has anyone tried know. that, though? Apparently you did, and it was terrible, according to them. I mean, I guess. 
I don't know. I like I like the Helly Heads guys. Me too. Uh, me too. I don't like the fact that Andy's wearing their shirt, but I like <laughs> the Helly Heads time. guys. He wears all it all the time. I wear it like every once th- every three weeks. That's all the time. Yeah, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't find my free fall shirt. I think I left it in the camper. That's right. We went down. I went. I picked it. No, seriously. I picked. I was like, "Where's nakedness. my blue? Where's my blue freefall shirt?" I looked. And I was like, "Hi, oh, it must be in the camper." I saw this Helihead shirt here. And I said, "Okay, Kevin will love this. I'm going to put this on." <laughs> and I was right. First thing he said, "You get out of there with that shirt." He didn't even say hi to you. No. What the hell you nope. doing with that shirt? <laughs> as soon as my camera come on, he's like, "Fuck you, Andy, oh. and your shirt." Yeah. yeah. It's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez so no i'm behind on podcasts big time i got a 20 minute commute yeah. i listen to a song and a half on on like pandora and that's like it okay i listen to like 15 minutes when i get to like as i'm going to the field or something or as as i go somewhere by myself i'll like oh i'll put it on for 10, i finished minutes, it today but. it was not a terrible episode listen to taylor rotor they got one out it was okay. That's the one I've been listening to. They're, they're talking about charging, right? Mm-hmm. What's the What's the Heliheads one about? Um. Well, first they go off on a rant about uh, drama on Facebook. Oh. And then they oh, go on a rant about, about Steve and 8S. They talked well, about motors and cell counts, but just kind of roundabout, nothing super useful to do with it. Just like, hey, would this work? I don't know. Probably. That type of stuff, but it was it was good. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> Andy reviews podcasts. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. I enjoyed yeah. it. It's our new segment. Yeah. No, I like about all that those other, guys. What about that other podcast? Um, somebody that I know very close, near and dear, was on another podcast. It wasn't ours. It wasn't Heliheads. It wasn't Telerotor was another one and hmm. he's still waiting to hear it i wonder what happened to that i wonder if that like went into the archives and uh i don't I, I assume you're talking about skids up i'm not going to mention any names because well, skids up has a bunch of episodes recorded and, and i saw frank at the chill out we're like hey what's up he's like i don't know dude we can't get paul to uh, edit them and get them out so we don't know that, that's okay. the word we heard. So I don't know. Damn it, yeah. Paul. I'm just keeping wearing her theme. I don't know. But I miss them. I yeah. wish they would uh, push some out yeah. so we can see what's going on. I can't get enough of a certain Steve and his you know, mannerisms. It's also interesting. I haven't heard from Javier. We haven't heard from no, Javier. We haven't had long. any email from you. I don't. Yeah. Where are you at, Javier? Well, wait a minute. Check in. Didn't Javier skids up just like quit? Like not didn't quit, ha- but like hobby wise quit. You know what I mean? Like maybe they're just out of the hobby. Maybe. Didn't Javier like start a new hobby like uh, like ice hockey or something? Wasn't he doing something? No like fishing, that? I think he said. No ice fishing. Maybe. No fishing. Well, ice fishing probably up there during the winter. Yeah. During now. I yeah. don't know. He said he was going fishing or something. Maybe. Hmm. One of our I emails. don't know. 
He should check in. Maybe he quit listening to us. That's a possibility. Mm. I can't see why. I mean, (laughs) most people are quitting, so I don't much blame them. It's just the way it goes, man. You got it. You come out, you start climbing the hill. Now we're on the other side we're of the hill. On the, we're on the down we're, we're <laughs> tumbling, tumbling down. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I'll take it. If we're on the downstroke after 300, shit, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. How many How many can say that they made it this far and this quick of time, you know? Turn Dude, around. how many can Not say me. that they've done over 100 or over 50 or, jeez. Is there been, other than all things that fly, which has been going, they took a break, but they've been going for like 20 years. Who else, like, is there any other hobby podcasts that have made it to 300? Oh, hobby podcasts? You can think about. Not that I know of. I used to listen to uh, The Instance, which was a World of Warcraft podcast. Yes, I am a nerd. And uh, they were on like episode I think they were into. They were close to a thousand. I think they had been going for like yeah. eight something, eight nine years or something. Yeah. Original look. Original that. founding crew as well. The or one one of the guys out. was yeah original. Um, I'd have to look that up actually. See if that's still going. Because you know they were they were covering things all the yeah. way through all the different add-ons and all that kind sure, of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it's still going. There's still people playing that crazy there's still people playing that yeah and there's still people that are probably like i started in vanilla <laughs> right i started back in beta version blah 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 mm-hmm. i started back in before 9-11 in vanilla or whatever the hell like i don't even know when it came out never played it not once ever i played yeah. a little bit I, I did the starcraft a little bit yeah i played that for probably a couple of years i i was uh I had, a, I had a lot of fun in that. Met some really nice people and yeah. well, met. But yeah, I had a lot of fun in that game. That was it was a lot of fun. And I knew once I started it, I, I had to stop either. I had to give something up. Like I was doing the video production stuff and I was like, I can't. I, I had the game for like a year and I was like, I can't load this thing up and start like playing this game. I was going to sink all my time. Get and, too engrossed uh, in it, don't you? And yeah. You just do it every never three minutes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's how good games will get you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, games, hobbies, I mean, anything really, you know. Really catches your attention, it'll, it'll take you. Mm-hmm. Take you for a ride. Uh, let's see. What else can we talk about? I don't know. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, so that podcast I was talking about, they're on episode 665, so not quite wow. close to 1,000, but that, yeah, that's unbelievable, if you ask me. It is. Jeez, mm-hmm. to be going the same. Yeah, Scott Scott Johnson was the host. I'm not even sure if he still is. But I'm sure there's, um, didn't, wasn't Joe Rogan, like, up there with podcasts, too? Like, Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't count, I don't count that. Count- Right. I don't count people who get paid to do this. Like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. people who officially get paid to do this, like that are on iHeartRadio okay. and they do official podcasting. Or already right. have like a radio show and their right. podcast is just them cutting it and You're putting right. it out there. Spinning off of it or something. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, really count that. Unless something just hasn't updated. I'm looking at on iTunes or 
Apple Podcast. So all things that fly took like a seriously like five year hiatus or something. Yeah, something come like that, back, yeah. and then I have episode three hundred on September sixth, two thousand twenty one, and I don't see anything after that. Yeah. So maybe. Oh damn. Maybe they're in another hiatus. 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 Could be. I don't. I don't follow that show close enough to know. Well, it's just. I remember that they had. They were up close to three hundred. Mm-hmm. When they had quit, yeah, and, and I was stopped. like, "Oh, we're gonna catch them!" And then, yeah. like when they started putting them out once yeah. a week, and I was like, "Oh, damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they've quit again. Yeah. Well, I, I started listening else. to a lot of that stuff when I started getting into the hobby in you know, 2012, uh-huh. 2013. I wonder what flight and, test. Um, do they still do a podcast? They I do. do. I do get posts like here and there that they release a new one, yeah. Their latest stuff, though, and I love those guys, man. I think they're the best. 230. Like, they are. They're the reason. I know you guys because I would have never started mm-hmm. in this crazy hobby if it wasn't for flight test. So... That being said, and saying all that, and you know, I, I just their latest podcast when I listen to them, I'm like, what is going on? Like they'll, it's like they just start the tape rolling, and I have maybe I'm missing something, but I have no idea. Like as an audio podcast listening, I have no clue what's going on, and yeah. it takes me like 15 minutes into the show to like even before I hear like welcome to the flight test or even if they do that, I, so I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're actually doing, but um, I don't know. I started listening to that when I first got into it, and yeah. then you know, uh, Chris, Mike, and those guys started doing the after hours ones, like every other week. Right, and, and soon I started enjoying those way more than the normal <laughs> ones too. with Josh and the guys, just because yeah. they had good camaraderie and stuff. So I, yeah. I really enjoyed the after hours, and then when Andre come on, that was that was cool. And Andre's still yeah. still doing it. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, he's still rocking. Yeah, I st- I'm, you know, I'm subscribed to him on YouTube, and it's funny to, uh, you know, geez, what was it? It's funny just to look at at his YouTube videos and see snow on the ground like early in the year and then late yeah. in the year and he's still freezing up there you know like all the time pretty much yeah like that's some serious dedication to mm-hmm. still be doing that in that it's environment and he does yeah and he does so much with it i know he's he's kind of had to back off and stuff for for certain things and he doesn't do as much as he did but at one time he's doing video and like like really professional video production he's doing podcasts and doing all this stuff all by himself yeah, and doing hobby, flying, reviewing. I'm like, how does this man do all this stuff? It's crazy. Yeah. He's a machine and full time job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know I've seen him with the uh, like the video. I don't know whether they call it video podcast or just his mm-hmm. video YouTube channel wow. where he's, you know, where he's cutting between people and has guests on. And it's uh, saw Joshua Orchard on there. I think once. Mm-hmm. Just recently, and I wonder, um, did he do this for for work or something, or did he just pick up all this stuff? No, I think that's what he it? does for work—is like some video production stuff. Like right. he has a studio and the whole works. 
for some company, I think. I don't don't quote me on that, but I think he does yeah. something in video production for work. Because, yeah, he has all his professional equipment and lights and right. can edit yeah, yeah. and does all the nice. fancy editing. Right, and he knows how to edit and, 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 and he knows how to edit, right. Right. So, yeah, yeah I he's a cool guy. If that... Any new listeners, of, if you have any yeah. interest in planes, go check out RC After Hours podcast. It's, it's good. Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what happened to that large, that super large Spitfire he was 3D printing. I, I don't remember that ever like being finished. I wonder if he finished that. I'll have to look. I'll have to go back on his YouTube and see if I can find it. Because there's been some large stuff. You know, Carl Leidick was working on that gigantic, uh, I think, B-17. Mm-hmm. And I know the flight test guys are working on that huge. I think that's a B-17 too, right? The four motors. I don't know. Uh, on the bomber, they're working on something very large. Maybe it's B twenty five. They're working on. I don't know. I've been I've been so far away from flight test stuff. Like I don't, I don't even like know what videos they have. Like I don't yeah, even know who's I don't follow anymore. it anymore either. Yeah, I think we kind of yeah. I, I don't want to say outgrew it, but grew in a different direction. Maybe yeah, that's what we're doing yeah. with the helis and this and that. Even with our podcast, how they. You know, it's steered towards the helis because that's kind of what we mm-hmm. wanted to. Well, and here, here's the weird thing with YouTube videos lately. Like, I watch them. I watch Steve Turbury on, uh, he's a guitar player. And I know the flight test, you know, used to be, and they've, they've changed, obviously, being bought out, bought by that company and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't understand. I mean, I know why they do it. The, why they do the commercials in the middle and why they put them there and even in corridor crew I watch, I watch that and it's like okay they're going to throw a commercial at me for the next two minutes I'm just going to fast forward through it like I'm just skipping yeah. through it so yeah. I'm not watching it it's it's really and everybody does a flight test Steve Stevie T that guy and corridor crew and I, I fast forward through through it anyway because, yeah, I mean they do it I'm, because they get paid to do it and then yeah. like you know Money. for you it's an inconvenience but like they know that it's a convenience, and they know that you can just fast forward. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. unless you know, yeah. Unless I love they when um, move that. Yeah, Hopefully I love not. when when people on YouTube put like like a timer for the ad. So you like you fast forward, fast forward. And you know yeah. like how long it's gonna be, and you like you can. Court or crew right will side. do that. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. love that. You know, it's because they know it's a pain. You know, yeah. in the ass, but like they they're trying to make money, right? YouTube mm-hmm. is not like. It's not just for sharing information. It's to make money. People are making People five making livings. Yeah, good livings. Yeah, good livings off of YouTube, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, they throw in a commercial here too. I don't care. I'll fast forward it. Yeah, you know, I know. You know the game they're playing, right? So, and this is really a time that, you know, you stand back and for me, you know, everybody says, "Oh, this time was great," or "That time was great." Yeah, it was great, and I'm glad I lived through it, and blah blah blah, and I'm gr- glad I went to this show or whatever. But this is a really good time as far as YouTube is going because there's been some like impressive quality out there that you really couldn't you couldn't have done it any other way. You couldn't have you know anybody in a studio or anything back CBS any, any on yeah. any network because of the content that I've seen mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. As far as Gamers Nexus and what he went through with the New Egg thing and calling them out like they're no joke. Like those guys 
if it's a shit product, they're calling it shit and they're here's why it's shit and you know here's what they could do to fix it type of thing and and uh you you you're not going to get that you can't where else are you going to get that content really you right. can't get it anywhere else i mean and to add to that think about like i for i don't know the last maybe 5 years everything for me to learn how to like i need to build a shed i just i just youtube it all right and yeah i'll download some plans and i'm i'm pretty inclined and i know how to read and comprehend so like I can figure shit out, but like, you know, it's great to like, I can just go on YouTube and there's so much content. So like I can look up how to build a shed and it'll be like 15 videos and yeah, 12 of those are garbage, but you find those three or four gems that are well produced, right. that give you like build lists, they'll give you like step-by-step step how to do certain like specific tasks and things. And you're like, you learn shit. <laughs> it's like great. You know, I don't sit there reading a book and or, you know, being an apprentice to some engineer or something to, like, learn these skills. I can go on YouTube and Google that shit. And, right. You know? Yeah, 20, 25 years ago when I was working at the lumberyard, man, we had books on that. Right. And if you wanted to see a video on it, you had to wait for, like, this old house to come on or <laughs> right. catch, like, a recording. <laughs> if you're lucky. Like, what, what yeah. you can learn now in a night would have taken you two weeks to learn or, or you'd have to read a book or a couple of books and... You know, that's Find some old guy to teach you. Right. Right. You need to get someone to mentor you. Right. That's mm -hmm. how you would learn like certain things back in the day, like specialties like this. And now, like you can learn a specialty by going through YouTube, you know, and just finding those gems. Find you remember people. There are a lot of garbage on YouTube as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, so you got to look for those gems. You can't just go by anyone's, you know, shitty video on YouTube, like from four years ago saying yeah this is the best way to do this yeah you know? that that's the the one thing i always caution people about learning on youtube watch a couple videos on it or something or three or four mm -hmm. and kind of see because there's people putting out informational videos that don't know what the hell they're doing yeah so you got to be aware yep. of that yeah some are um, absolutely excellent and some are completely terrible yeah especially when you know, like, don't get me wrong. I learned how to wire, you know, two switches to one light switch from YouTube. But I, heck yeah, I, I watched a whole bunch of videos. I Googled a whole yeah. bunch of, like, and then, structural diagrams, wiring right. diagrams to make sure I don't freaking, you know, wire something If it's wrong. on a, a topic like electrical or building or something, there's ones you'll find and it's like, oh, I, this is a trusted guy. I know he's going to steer yes. me right. And then you can... If it's a different topic and that channel or somebody's doing it, you, you'll learn who's the who's the go-to and who's yeah. just some idiot that's right. that they're figuring out as they go, but telling you how to do it. Right, like, dude, yeah. I can tell you don't know what the hell you're doing. So why are you yeah. explaining it to right. everybody else? Yeah, and the comments are always good for that too. Like you'll, yeah. they'll get called out on the comments, oh. and mm -hmm. you'll see multiple, you know, comments of the same thing, but. Yeah, Andy, you're right. You know, watch a watch a bunch of videos. Compare, you know, what they're saying. If yeah. they're all saying the same thing, it's usually <laughs> yeah. If one, fact checks it. If one Correct. guy tells you to do this, and then like four other people say to do it the completely different way, then you know, yeah, double, yeah. double check. Yeah, exactly. Good advice. But don't listen to those helihead guys. They suck. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh man! But even but even thinking like 
like when I, when I was growing up and I, I there was a favorite show that I had or something like that, like they would do the show and they would move on, like whatever it was, you know, a team or whatever, whatever silly show I used to watch when I was a kid. And, you know, I think it was it might have been around covid or pre covid where I binged watched the office. And now there's the the two girls that were on the office do a podcast about each episode like And I'm finding that more and more common, like any kind of show you watched. Yeah. Like they'll do a recap yeah, and it'll, they're doing a ton. Of it's usually now. people from the show, mm-hmm. which is really super cool. I, I I think that's that's amazing because not only do you get to like live it through them again on how they did the show, it's it's yep. it's um it's more personal in those actors too. You know, yeah. like you'd have you'd have to go to a convention or something to, to talk to the person you grew up watching. Mm-hmm. And right. that, was, that was about it. And you, know, you could practically yeah. email them now very, you know it's very similar to a, a podcast so like i listen to podcasts when i drive and i can't always listen to heli podcasts with the family because you know a lot of things they're like turn that shit off and it's mainly because cursing and stuff right so or or you know topics that yeah but anyways um so i'm like oh i need another podcast to listen to like and i'm like ah and i'm flipping through some shit and like spongebob some SpongeBob podcast came up and the kids wanted to listen to it. And I started listening to it with them. <laughs> and like, you know, I've seen a bunch of episodes, obviously like, you know, Sp- SpongeBob was kind of around when I was growing up. So it's just funny. Like, then you like, you, they get the voice actors on the show and they, they talk about they you know, they get the producers and people who make the show and the art directors and all that stuff. And like, you get this like look inside the show that like really blows your mind and kind of mm-hmm. opens up this whole world. Kind of same thing with you with, you know the office like i'm sure you're, you're hearing the inside coffee talk tidbits that you know when they're like talking about the show that you wouldn't know otherwise right which is great to get right. this inside scoop it's just you know it's, it's so interesting right all the work that went into the show yeah yeah and just some of yeah. the stuff that you don't realize that they were doing because i mean they shot the show in california and it was based in in pennsylvania mm-hmm. but yeah one of the other great podcasts that i listened to is one about uh Walt Disney World, then it's like a retro Walt Disney World podcast, and they talk about a lot of the rides, how they originated, what happened to them. Like, I used to love Captain Nemo uh, ride. It was like you get on a submarine and go underneath the, the water. It took up a lot of space, and it was probably a hell of a thing yeah, to upkeep, maintain, right? which is which is why they took it out. But, you know, that was my that was my era, you know, of going to the park was like the 80s and same with Epcot, like in a lot of those rides. I don't think any of those rides are the same from when they opened. But yeah, I get to I get to like think back on like, oh wow, yeah, I remember that ride and I remember what what it was about and going through it. And uh the one I, I, I have to look up the one I used to listen to all the time. Unfortunately I used to listen to them on my work phone when I worked for Schneider and had to turn that in and I don't remember the one podcast that I listened to about films uh, was one or two guys, primarily I think just one guy, and he would do, dude, his podcasts were like four to five hours long, and he would do interviews with, like, say he was doing Escape from New York, he would interview, like, he would try to get hold of John Carpenter and do an inter, like, have him on and have his interview segment, and then I remember him getting a hold of the woman that was in that film, I forget her name, um, she was married to John Carpenter at one point, and, um, yeah, just like if that it was a film cool. that you knew, like it was amazing, like the the level of detail and the, some of the actors, like I mean, obviously are getting pretty old from some of the older films, mm-hmm. and so they're like they're really like super pumped to talk about 
you know, or talk to somebody. Yeah. And talk That's about really to, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to see if I can remember what that podcast is, but between, you know, podcasting and YouTube nowadays, it's just the, the content is the content is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so cool that it's so cool the way, I mean, YouTube, I mean, I don't know their business and they're probably scumbags, but, um, like most businesses, but it's cool that there's no middleman. Google, right? Google's YouTube. Yeah, Google. It's cool that there's, you know, they can, they can kind of pass like your views and your hits right along to the, to the person creating it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's great that there's no like middleman. Well, yeah, just it's it's a well it's it's pretty actually well thought out platform now, you know. Yeah. Um, it is a little annoying with the whole like kids thing, and every time I upload a video, it's like, is it age appropriate for kids? If you do right. say it's kids, you can't have comments turned on, and that's a little whatever. But I, I understand why. I mean, people are uh, the trolling and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, just just people are just idiots online when it comes to you know typing on the computer. So that is very true. People <clears throat> are idiots. I mean that is the bad side, yeah. But you know, uh, but but like I said, we, there's such a good positive side for adults to use YouTube to be able to like learn things or just kind of like you know figure shit out, like hear about things. You know, don't get your news from that shit though. Neither Facebook as well. Don't get your news from any no. of those fucking social media sites. No, uh, we're not saying that. But you want to learn how to, you know, I don't know, mill some wood or build a shed. Sure, go go look there. You know, you yeah. Maybe set up a fly browse unit. I'm sure you can find some help there. You know, as well. It, and if I can't sleep, I go right to YouTube. I put in wood turning, and I'm out in like five <laughs> minutes, dude. I don't know what it is about Just the a- sound of that wood being carved away. I find it so interesting too. But I'm like, uh, yeah. I fall asleep immediately. It's crazy when they like. Like do like epoxy balls and stuff, and it's like this white stream of epoxy just mm-hmm. <laughs> coming off the shit everywhere. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some amazing woodworking done with that. That kind of yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah, just stuff they can do, just turning it on the lathe, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? Shall we move it on? Sure. <laughs> yeah, we got quite a bit we can chew on in the news and announcements this week. All right. Yeah, cool. we kind of really didn't have a you know week that we anybody did anything super crazy, and we figured we would have yeah. an open forum type show this mm-hmm. time around. Yeah, and Steve needed to mention how much Hell Head sucked as many Still times as he could. Episodes. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I always thought it'd be really funny if we started like a podcast war, you know, either between us and Hell Heads or us and Hell Heads and Telerotor. But I actually really like all those guys, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. It wouldn't be genuine. I was friends. like, we should just <laughs> like start out off like a freaking radio like war from the nineties, yeah. you know. But I was and, like, and eh, actually, like friend, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do it more like Anchorman. But oh, no, I've become crazy. friends with all those guys, so yeah. it, it's hard to. I mean, we bash them in a tongue-in-cheek way, but it's kind of hard to go to war. No. Yeah. But they still suck. I mean, don't get me wrong. Going to war. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Mm -hmm. Ian's tech tip. Oh, wait. We don't. Wait. I'm an idiot. Uh, I guess we don't have one for me. You don't have one, Ian? Sorry. No. I can tell you guys what I've been watching. Tell us what you've been been watching. 
All right. I've been watching this show. Guys at work were telling me to watch it. It's called, you guys have probably seen it. It's called uh, Love, Death, and Robots. And it's yes. all, I don't know, did I talk about it already? You it's did. 15 last minute. week. Yeah, a little quick. And then I started watching some anime show that I was like, what am I watching here? Like, <laughs> am I watching that Netflix like, algorithm, man. <laughs> well, it wasn't on what? Netflix. It's okay. on the illegal thing I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm watching this and I'm like, are these supposed to be like high school kids? And if so, I don't think I should be watching this <laughs> because <laughs> what's going on is more or less like not appropriate for high school kids. What are you talking in this, about? In this country. Is it an HBO show? No, it was some show on some weird ch- network I found on, mm. on the Kobe box. Okay. I mean, the anime is freaking amazing. Oh, it's an anime thing. Oh, yeah, never it's mind. An anime thing. I think you're saying about something else. No, oh, that's I know what, what he's going. Dude, I know what I know what that is. This is like a. He's like, like hmm, a, this interesting. This is interesting. Holy shit! Where did that go? Whoa! Where is all that going? Yeah. How did that possible? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just like, like, and a lot of them are like, I, I was trying to find, and and I I enjoy the I enjoy the, the enjoy the, the animation part of it because right, I think it's amazing. Right. Like, Sure. Animation, yeah. but not not, not, not what you guys are thinking. Um, but a lot of them are like they're in high school. They're always fighting like angels and demons and or something. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I can't do this shit. And I just see some like dude shooting somebody. Like I don't know. Like Akira was good, but I don't know if Akira was like high school kids either. That was okay. kind of weird. Was it really? They're they're like always. But they were like, but that's how they all, all Japanese Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah Donra mainly is like that teenage, you know, um, the boys are always like, oh, shy of the girls and stupid. And, you know, so it's like they always play into that culture, like, you know, um, yeah. yeah. I guess it's just, I don't know. Speaking of animated stuff that's weird, did you guys ever watch The Boys on Amazon? Yeah. Well, there's yeah, an animated thing now. Have you seen that, no. Kevin? That's some I watch, like, fucked up stuff. You need to go check it two out. two seasons, The Boys, I think? It, it's a different, like, each episode is someone different. Best I can tell, most of them are written by someone different, like either Seth Rogen or this one or that one. So they're okay. a little bit, it's not like a continuous show. Each episode is a standalone, different style, different whatever. Okay. But, it's, okay. it's in that world, and it's some crazy stuff. I can't remember the name of it. Um, Diabolical or something. The boys, Diabolical. Mm. Okay. It's animated on Amazon. I got through. I think the first season of the boys, and then when the one guy, the main guy, Peacekeeper, what? Not Peacekeeper. Another freaking show. That, that was show crazy. was pretty good, actually. The show was... I, I, I started watching that. I was like, this is going to be the dumbest freaking show ever. But it was actually pretty good. I want to learn you that can't. dance they do at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the boys, diabolical. It's animated deal. So the boys I watched until the main dude was having the fling with the dark-haired chick. And then I I kind of like lost interest or just stopped watching it. I don't even know what they have, how many seasons they're on for the boys. Just two. Oh, is it still only two? And that okay. was in the second season, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. For sure. I like that main actor, uh, Carl, uh, whatever his Carl name is. Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty great. 
Yeah, he played in. I liked him he in played, Star Trek. He played in. He played Judge Dredd. Dredd in, yeah, he was Dredd. That was a great movie. He was so great as. Uh, he was in the Lord Doctor of the Rings. In uh, Star Trek. In Star Trek, he was, he was perfect. Yeah. yeah, he's great in everything. He's one of those yeah. actors that just becomes whoever. Yep. That means he can act. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's the real deal. Like Russell Crowe, man. Mm-hmm. That dude can become whoever. You make you believe that he's that, then yeah, they've done yeah. their job. All right, so that was it. In right. lieu okay. of Ian's tech tips. Sounds nice. good. All right, you got any listener pipeline? Listener pipeline? Is that Wait next? Don't we have to do a news announcement? Yeah. Oh, I am past that. News announcement, sorry. <laughs> All right, let's do some <laughs> I news. I too far. <laughs> uh, and... Announcements. Announcements. Got a new heli from XL Power. The Nimbus 550. The what bus? Nimbus. Nimbus. Well, I wonder if it's nimble. Nimbus. Nimbi. I mean, I don't. I know why the. I always like to shit on names, but Nimbus is fine. Like it's nothing weird. It's not. Uh, I think it's okay. What do you think of Nimbus? It's like a cloud. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm okay with it. They get a I pass. Put this that time. together. Oh, it's better. Like it's better than the XL Power Squid. Yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Nah, I guess. I think all names sound weird at the beginning. The raw Some sounded real weird. Buddy and raw. Those are yeah, pretty buddy. weird. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, we were making fun of. Oh, G things. G things. <laughs> I'm still gonna make fun of them. Sorry, I'm Sherman. Sorry, That's Sherman. just funny. Sorry. <laughs> I think just he did fangs. that on purpose. G-H-A-N-G I know it's fangs. just it's just it's just terrible. I know, and it's a play on words. <laughs> All right, this is the latest generation 550 class mm. helicopter, and it looks like Ooh. a shrunken down yeah, XL. Spectre V2. Yep. That's an interesting um, single piece aluminum bearing block assembly for the servos. I'm looking at pictures. Oh, yeah? Here, look. These are renders, though. Well, it's still a picture that I can look at. Yeah. I've seen pictures of the real one, so. Are these renders? Damn it. Looks like it. Yeah. That one shot close up on the side. Battery releasing, I guess, that big button looking thing. Yeah, that's that's like depth, the uh that's your depth of field, dude. The V two. You can um let me get back up here. Insert the battery right. from the front or the back, just like the Spectre V two. Oh, that's cool. It just looks like a shrunken down V two. Yeah. Like the side which is which is good. Out. It's got the, the servo, the tail servo mounted up top like the other one it's mounted a little bit differently up top but yeah it's mounted up there the tail boom the tail control rod is on top of the boom no i boom barely supports. see anything holding those cyclic circles servos <laughs> in. Oh, sorry i barely see anything i'm kind of like can i zoom in on this yeah no that didn't help much yeah, I guess they're. You're saying that's one piece, Steve? I can't. I don't know what you're looking at. Where the cyclic servos mount? Mm. 
120 configuration. Supposed to be a single piece of 775, it says in the... That's pretty cool. That'll be good if it is, because you know how the Spectre has that one-piece bearing, main bearing mm -hmm. block thing. Two so if you mount man. the servos to that, that's that would be good. That's it does look like it. that canopy is going to be a pain in the ass to get it on and off, though. With the four, they'll probably change that. Well, come out it, with something. I don't think it's going to matter, because... Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, if you put the battery in from the back, well, you can't, can't really put the oh, battery in from the back probably. unless you use that quick connect thing they make. But if you yeah, do you that, then it's that. pretty cool. You just slide it in, click, and you're done. Click. Click, and you're done. Boom. It's a 27 millimeter boom. No boom supports. Um, what else? I don't know what else. 2.5 millimeter thick carbon fiber upper frames and a lighter 2 millimeter lower frame plates for unmatched frame strength and crash resiliency. So I guess your lower frames will probably break in a crash. Spendable, and yeah. Hopefully they'll be cheap. Most everything they sell is cheap parts wise, cheap. so it's they're very inexpensive to crash. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be much different. Than so that. It'll average, probably be a little bit more. Yeah, average flying weight of around 2.9 kilograms outfitted with a 5200 6S LiPo. 2.9 kilograms. How many pounds is that, Kevin, in American units? What is it? 2.9 kilo. 2.9 kilograms to pounds? Yeah, or ounces or whatever. 6.4 pounds. I got 6.39. Yeah, yeah, I rounded. I okay. rounded up. Because you know, I don't know if that's good or not. Add because I don't know. Uh, I don't, I've never weighed eight. a 550, so I don't know what the, if that's good or not. I, I have no clue what What's your I don't know. Oxy 5 weigh. I don't know. I don't know either. 6.38 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big 550 guy, honestly, so I'm not that sure. But I did hear that they will—you'll be able to stretch this to 600, I believe. Okay. Which would be nice. I don't see anywhere where they say what size blades it'll fit out of the box. I don't. Uh, you guys see that anywhere? Maybe um, five, maybe five fifty, maybe five sixty. I don't know. I haven't seen in the comments. Maybe five seventy, but I don't know. Oh, they did. They did po point out that stretch kit later will accommodate up to six twenties. Okay, but I, I don't. I don't know what the when it first comes out. It might only handle 550s or 553s or something. Usually they go a little bit up just to handle all the different blades. Whether it's 556, right. 550 something. Yeah. 560. And I think, um, what's the price? Uh, 
Yeah, somebody asked in the comments why only yeah. 550 blade, blades, and then yeah, someone also posted go up to 570. Okay, so 570 out of the box was stretched to 620. Yeah, Looks like I guess. There's two different configurations, whether you want to run full-size or mini servos. The full-size servo kit is 599, and the mini servo kit is 569. That's what I'm seeing. And I think you can get the parts to convert that either way. I assume if it is like we're thinking and it's a, attached to the bearing block, then that means you need that whole piece to change. So I was looking through the comments and I saw a comment that said, looks awesome by the one and only Jimmy Jones, Jimmy Jones three days ago. So nice. Jimmy Jones is still He's out still there around. working around. Awesome. We need to bribe him to come on the podcast. See what he's been up to all these years. Yeah. Yeah, no. Last time I reached out to him, he just didn't have any interest in really with the hobby. So he said, "Is that Ian guy on your show?" No, I forget. <laughs> Probably asked, "Is Andy still there?" If so, no. Only George is there. The guy drove me freaking crazy at Urcha that time. Who, George? No, me. I'd ride by him on the golf cart 20 miles an hour and yell, Jimmy Jones! Top of my lungs. Oh, no wonder he's not around. I know. I think I run him out of the hobby, actually. Damn it, Andy. I'm sorry. Why couldn't you yell, Bill Ann's YouTube? (laughs) (laughs) Up and down. It doesn't doesn't have the same. Because he'll just yell back, like and subscribe. Yeah, smash the bell. (laughs) <laughs> Ring the bell. Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> this is cool. I'm glad to see it. I know a lot of people really like 550s. And the the 550 they had is not like a big full 550. It's a 6, what, 20, 610, 620 stretched to 550. So it's a, it's a lightweight 550. 520 stretched yeah but i don't this will be i think more durable and you could stretch it to 600 it'll be a little beefier i think so a little better i think he's taken everything that's working really well in the v2 mm -hmm. and applied it you know to this version um it did look like someone posted something about if you use mini servos you get an extra bearing block Mm. yes i remember that and i don't remember ross said yes Oh. Yeah. But then also somebody said, can you add the bearing block on with the other one? I think you can. But I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll get more information as it Yeah, we'll as get a lot more as they production. start yeah, shipping. We can get some a manual to look at and some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it'll be soon if they start shipping these out. They're soon, good about... Soon. Yeah, announcing stuff like when it's almost ready to ship out. So let's say a couple of weeks, we'll know more. Yep. Cool. Awesome. It's always cool yeah. to see new kits. And XL yeah. Power is kind of neat because, well, all three of us kind of started in the hobby, what, 14, 15, around that time. And the brands were the brands, you know, Goblin was already around, Align was big, Gowie was big, Compass was huge. Um, I think 
uh yeah synergy was huge um thunder tiger was still big at that time and then thunder tiger went away compass went away gowie is almost went away almost synergy is doing you know they're trying to do what they're doing they're doing car stuff now yeah but then uh xl power come on the scene and i was like hey whatever i'm it's a stupid thing i'm not pay much attention to that but they stuck with it and then started turning out cool products and started get building a reputation as a good company and you know doing what people want making good stuff and to see right. them come into the hobby after i was already here and then growing into one of the main yeah. brands is, is pretty yes. cool to see yeah solid machine mm-hmm. parts availability was good yep, and good cheap. support yeah yeah so I I think it's been cool to see how they've evolved as a company. Yes. I remember that same time. I remember going to Fredericksburg, talking about different things, and uh, Chris Nutt and talking talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. That was a couple of that was more than a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they bought MSH and you know kept that brand afloat somewhat. Right. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's really really been cool. Yeah, definitely. It's it's interesting how, like you said, you know, they became a key player in mm-hmm. the hobby, a key contributor of, of an airframe, you know, um, fairly quick. Yeah, pretty like, quick. A couple of years and they were yeah. like, yeah, yeah. really good. The popularity was like nothing to, mm-hmm. they're, they're top dog, right? Top three mm-hmm. brands, I guess, right I mean, right, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, what are the, in my mind, it's in no particular order. SAB, XL Power, probably Oxy. What am I missing? As you're kind a line of your, is still kind of. I mean, the line's around, on. but I don't Logo count them as a premier a brand. Or 550, rather, sorry. What's the that? The logo hasn't made a new helicopter no. since, what, the 800, which is really a big 700? The 800 and the Glogo. Yeah. That was. And the, the Glogo. Glogo. Which, yeah, which is cool. I, I'll, I'll give it up for the Glogo. I mean, their, sure. bit, their main. One has been that that seven hundred that they come out with like three or four years ago, right? And I got yeah the competition, way. you know, capable seven hundred with the yellow canopy, yeah. and the two hundred. That was the yeah, like yeah, probably yeah. their newest. Yeah, but that's not really that's not really uh, that's not their help. No, right, true. Yeah, I always true. forget about logo. I mean, they're still around, but I don't feel like they're top not, of the game now. Well, they're, I think they're could more making me. parts now to support the ones that are out there. Yeah, and, and I mean, I mean, think and they about, are making kits too, but they're not like Steve said; they're not making anything new. They're not making anything new. Um, I mean, think about where the pilots are going. I mean, you know, um, and, recently and, you've seen people, you know, leave Mikado, joining XL, you know, leaving all these other brands joining XL. Well, <laughs> and to be honest, they're probably making more money off their transmitter and receivers than the the helicopters. Yeah, I think maybe I don't know. Seem to be um, possibly. Up. They've had more, more development in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and and that's something that you know. I mean, we can pump it's a different a... market, right? Like they they've hit this transmitter gyro market way gyro market way early on when flybrows happened, right? Yeah, the but, first. Um, yeah, the first, right? But they continued, and I would almost say their V bar control is way more popular than their helicopters. I mean. Please don't cast oh, yeah. it, but I would. No, no, I agree ten, with that. Ten to one, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, because it's not brand specific as far as what you can put mm-hmm. them on, right? So, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what these other companies are, are doing. Like, you know, what's the line doing next? I know they brought out a 650 recently, I think, right? I was like, eh. Like, okay, mm-hmm. it's an odd size. I don't, did they? I don't even remember seeing that. Yeah, they brought like a 650 of the newer version of the X series, okay. 650X. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're you know, still around. They're still popular. It's just I don't, I don't, I don't see them very often. Maybe it's just the circles we're in or something. But yeah, I think I they're still like popular when you get somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> I think they're more popular to the folks that are older in the hobby, and they kind of like. Yeah. That helicopter works. Like the 700L still works perfectly fine for their flying, so they still fly it. And they might upgrade to the 700X because of part mm-hmm. availability, and that's just a newer version. But they're comfortable with the line. So they stay oh, with it. Oh, you know? and, and people getting started because they have those super combos. Yes. That's right. a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people don't know or want to learn or try to think about all the crap that goes in it. Like what kind of servos do I get? What yeah, kind of motor? Yeah. What kind of ESC? It's a lot to figure out if you don't know anything about helis and yeah. you want to build a kit. You're building a kit, right. So mm-hmm. it's cheaper and easier just to buy that super combo and you know that it'll work and you'll get in the air. Yes. Even if it's not yeah. the best the equipment, will... it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And the instruction will teach you how to like set up that electronics and stuff. Not like having to figure yeah, out sort okay, of. how do I set up a hobby wing versus how do I set up you know, this thing or that. Depends on how good you can you know? translate Chinglish, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... that's true. Their manuals are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't understand that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to call out, you know, they have well-known American pro pilots. Yeah. Well, like, that why gives can't they translate the damn manuals better? Make the manual better. <laughs> right. We've said that before. I know Steve yeah. said that before. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just full it. of, like, mistranslated words and... Weird and like, grammar and stuff that doesn't make sense. It's a big company. You know they could pay a guy to like an American to go through and fix that. I mean, don't they have pro pilots on their salary? Yeah. I think, like besides doing R and D, don't don't they work? That's what I just said. Yeah, give him something right? to we're do. We're gonna we're gonna email you a PDF, go through yeah, it and fix sense. it, <laughs> right. and then email it back. Done. Make it make sense, right? Yeah. You. <laughs> Maybe the email is like we need you to <laughs> and they, emotional like, what does he want me to do read it yeah I read it I'll send it back what is that I don't know what about? he's talking about <laughs> Wait, what? emotional damage or some shit oh. like the guys in the videos those tiktok videos they like just yells out like something happens and he just yells that emotional damage <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, but all that to say I think XL Power is in the mm. yes. one of the top I don't know where we place them but they're in the top Three, I would top put two, them. Top yeah, three. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right, what do we have next on the list here? Well, speaking of companies that have been around since the beginning of time, mm-hmm. we got Futaba or Futaba, and they have come out with the BLS HC six hundred servo. That's a seven sixty center pulse cyclic servo. It's a little less expensive than their premier HC700 and H700. 
that will do six, seven sixty center poles. Is this for like six hundred, like less specs? Yeah, it has less torque. The speed is good. They're showing point seven, point zero seven seconds, sixty degrees at seven point four volts. The torque is a little light, in my opinion, with at two eleven ounce inches or ounce force inches at 7.4 volts but it's Fataba so that it's probably actually is 211 or probably more than that they're mm. pretty known for their specs being solid and even on paper if they're not as good as some other brands they're better when you actually use them right. so I'm not to say you couldn't put it on a 700 um, but yeah it's uh, they're 200 bucks which is Still pretty expensive, but that's yeah. better than two fifty. So you'd save one hundred fifty bucks on a set. Like uh, getting a tail server free. What's that? Yeah. No, I was like, it's like getting a tail server for free. Yeah. You know, buy three servers and get one free. <laughs> I was going to look up the specs on the HC seven hundred, just to see how it compares, because they are like I would say. Probably one of the best servos you can get, assuming you can afford it. Been there two hundred fifty bucks a piece. Yeah, they'll do fifteen twenty or seven sixty, and they got a ton of torque and speed. And I cannot yeah, find them right off here. Okay, HC seven hundred is oh interesting. It's 277 ounce inches at 7.4 volts. So not that big of a difference. The HC, I was thinking of the, so the HC is the one that you can use with a BEC and stuff like that. The, there's an H700. Yeah, isn't that, that the more expensive is one? no BEC. You have to use a receiver pack and it's 260 bucks. And it's the one that has 511 ounce inches. That's the one I had in my brain for some reason. That yeah. had an insane amount of torque. But you can't use a BEC, huh? It, yeah, it, it's it's so beefy that it requires a receiver pack, or you'll it could overamp your BEC. But the H, <laughs> so most people I think that I know run the HC 700 mm -hmm. if they run these. So the speed's basically the same. The it's actually it's, actually a, the the HC six hundred is a tiny bit faster, and the torque is similar. So you're looking at two two eleven versus two seventy seven. Well, that's enough to you would know the difference. I don't know, maybe depending on how you fly. Ninety percent of pilots. Me, I would know the difference. No, you won't be fine. I doubt we wouldn't even notice collective stopping or anything. So that that's cool. That's definitely something to check out if you're interested in 760 center pulse. If you have a fly barless that can do it, like uh, Brain or Spirit or Fataba. So everyone except for V bar. Basically. Basically. Get with it, Mikado. I know, right? What are you waiting for? Quit dicking around. Not like there's not enough servos that support 760 now. Yeah, there's two. 
three, two and a half. Well, two, no, two and a three because Theta. Yeah, well, MKS did they ever release? MKS a has one. If you ask for it, you can get it. But they never released it, though. Right? I don't think you can just go order it. Like Shannon had a bunch that he mm-hmm. got, and I think if you like ask somebody, you can get them. Ask Thomas or something. Yeah. Yeah, or like ask Shannon to order you some or something. Like they're available for order, but I don't think if. Don't want stock. I don't see thing. them on the websites anywhere. It's basically an X6 that's just set up for 760 center poles. So it's a really yeah, good a servo, but they're expensive too. They're like 180 two. bucks or something. They're two. I thought 199. They may be two. Yeah, I don't. I Wait, don't no, know. those are X6 or X8s. Eights, I think. The X8s are. are what you're thinking. Yeah. Eight millimeter spin nose. I spin about the alpha shaft. Yeah, I'll just look it up. But Theta now can do that, right? Yep. This is literally a, a, so now a there's, checkbox. Yeah, there's two different Fatabas. And like I said, t- so t- three and a half servos if you count the, the MKS. Yeah. The X6 servo is... That's one ninety nine. There's a low profile model that's one fifty eight. That must be what I was thinking of. So the same price as the H six hundred. Now they do have considerably more torque. the The HBL five seventy five is point zero six seconds for sixty degrees and three hundred and thirty ounce inches. Yeah. But that's at eight point two, and the other one's at seven point four. So. It, might be around two seventy then at seven four. Yeah, so they're all pretty much around that same area, I think. MKS gear is interesting too. I don't know if you felt any of um, or dealt with them. They're pretty tight, especially right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Only ones I'm u- I'm using now is I'm using those five uh, fifties, the X five. They're they're, yeah. they're I really nice, great. <laughs> yeah, I like them because they're inexpensive. They're a hundred dollars. They have, let me see if I can find them. They have a crazy amount of torque. Like, uh, where are they? They're not in with their. Here, here we go. Oh, prices went up. They're one hundred fourteen dollars now. They, Even then, still. Yeah, they're a tiny bit slower, so they're 0. 0.085 degrees per second at 8.4 volts. So, I mean, you're talking about a hundredth of a second. But at 8.4 volts, the stall torque is 527 ounce inches. So, it's an insane amount of torque that you're giving up a little bit of speed for. Torque is what matters. Yeah, for for me and most people, unless you're doing like that really, really crack type flying, I think the torque is way more important than the speed myself. So I love these because there's you get all you get that torque and stuff and they're they're hundred and fifteen bucks. You can't beat them really. Yep. But those Futabas look I mean that that looks pretty nice. They're a little more expensive, but it's definitely a good option. And they're Futaba, so you know they'll be good. I mean, they yeah, they're so their servos are bulletproof. I mean, 
They just go forever and ever and ever. Yep. Cool. Okay, moving down the list. We got more stuff, don't we? More stuff. YGE. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Aureus. Aureus. It's A U R E U S. Aureus. Aureus. Anyways. Basically, it's a 105 amp continuous, 170 amp burst, 6 to 12S LiPo ESC. And this is cool because it's a it's basically a 12S ESC that's a 105, so it's smaller and lighter than your 130s or your 135s. So it's perfect, in my opinion, for a 600 size heli. If you want to run 12S on a 580 or a 600 or a 620 type machine, and you want to save a little bit of weight and probably some money. Oh, too, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, this would be fantastic. My opinion. And it's YGE, so you know it's going to be pretty good. Got integrated anti-spark. They're saying the weight without cables is 80 grams and the weight with cables is 120 grams, 124 grams. I don't even know why you give the weight without cables because it's not like you can use it without cables. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Four, mili- four millimeter bullets. Oh, four millimeter cable diameter for the battery and the motors. I don't know what gauge that would be. Probably about a 10, I'm guessing. I don't know, maybe 12. Uh, I'd probably be at least a 10. Okay. Four millimeters. Anyway, yeah. I could look it up, but it doesn't really oh, matter. matter. As soon as I put doesn't my heavy-ass RC Pro Plus connectors on it, it just negates any of that weight saving. So. Yeah, well, I meant the size of the conductor. There's, It's four... It's... F- Actually, say it's four squared, so four millimeter by four millimeter. I guess is the surface area. So I don't know what that equates to gauge, but I'd say at least ten, possibly eight. Uh, the BEC is ten amp continuous, twenty five amp burst, and six to twelve S. They're cool. saying here in their announcement, suitable for five fifty to six hundred size helicopters, twelve S lipo. And planes with 10 to 12 S setups. Ooh, I didn't think about planes. Hell yeah. Something. Oh, that. Like a, a 70, 60, 70 inch 3D plane you want to run on 12 S? Okay. I know my extreme flight on six. More than enough power. My extreme flight is on 12. But it's a 74 inch. You got a, yeah, you're big. Yeah, 74. Well, I mean. That's not that much bigger than a 60. But yeah, say a 70, a 74 inch, which is equivalent to like a 30 cc size gas. This might be just about right for that, actually. Because mine has a 120 castle on it, and I don't, I don't think it requires the full 120. Probably pulls around 90, 100 amps, so this might be... Perfect. I have a hundred on mine, and I never pull a hundred. That one time I flew. Mm-hmm. Did they give cool. a price on this? 
I have not seen a price. It's just been announced. It's not okay. on their website yet. Okay, All cool. Right. Cool. Yeah, but it'll be quality. It'll be good. And and one one thing I like about YG, and we spoke about the last episode, is that you know, they're continuously making improvements to their mm-hmm. firmware and, and taking the suggestions and feedback from people. And I, yeah. I love companies that do that. Like, you know, um, you know, there are other com- ESC companies that like people have made several verbal, very verbal complaints. Team pilots making verbal complaints, and they're like, "Yeah, they're not gonna p- fix it." Yeah, and that sucks because they got really great stuff, and some of their products yes. are fantastic, but then the a couple of them too. are completely shit because of yeah. some software problems. Yeah, it's just software problems. Like, just get an engineer to take a week or two to just reprogram it. Yep, I agree with you. But it's cool. YGE is cool because, like, they've been around forever, but Mm -hmm. they kind of didn't see or hear of them for a while. I mean, they were around, but their ESCs weren't the greatest. were okay. But then, uh, what, like a couple years ago, they come out with this new line, the the blue ones with aluminum case, and they just releasing new ones and new ones and updates. And, I mean, just they're they're killing it right now. That's yeah. awesome. And I think that's what stands out for me and, and companies like YG and, and I mean, I'll say it, SAB and, and XL Power, is that they keep on pushing. They keep on making mm-hmm. improvements. They keep on iterating. They're when not they're, stagnant. Yeah, they're not stagnant. But not only that, like when they produce something and something's not 100%, they'll iterate on that and make it right or fix yeah, it or patch that it. That last or, you know, YG update with the being able to turn the motor off. People yeah, are asking for that. For you. Yeah, it's big for me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to use them if they hadn't done that. I would just had to like not use it because that, yeah. it's that important to me. Right. So. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I like these companies that do that. Right. Mm-hmm. That are still active. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, we haven't really spoken about it, and you know, we did mention Oxy helicopters. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, still prayers go out to Luca, man. Hopefully, he's doing well. Um. I have heard some things that he is doing a lot better, so yeah. he's still alive, you know, which yeah, is great. Yeah, I think he's still in, he's been in the hospital, but he's he's much improved to a few weeks ago, so yeah. so maybe he's over the, the hump yeah, I'm, and getting I'm better. I'm yep, yeah. yep. Because he's another one, you He know, is big, and pushing yeah. the hobby mm-hmm. and, you know, and... Always listening to the... the the team pilots, the people, the community, just everyone, right? right? Making yep. improvements. Yep. Yeah. He's, when, just, he's one of the good like, ones for sure. Yep. When when he had an issue with the Oxy4 tails, you know, like, boom, they said, okay, don't do this. We're going to send out a, a fix for it, you know? And, like, I love companies that admit that something's not perfect and they fix yep. it and address the situation and not ignore it or say, right. here, buy an upgrade, you know? Yeah, and that's all you can, can ask for because mm-hmm. these yeah. are engineered things. You can test and test it. and test, and then when you you sell five hundred of them, then then you end up with start seeing problems because people are flying them harder or different, or maybe they're not set them up as particular and perfect. And so right. you're going to find problems. Yep. The it's how you treat the problem is makes the difference. Yeah, I mean, all the parts aren't coming out of your garage. Like you're getting parts from how many different people are like. Right. Yeah, how many different? You know companies, what I mean? Like right? how many different? Yeah. You're outsourcing. So whether you, you do an update and send out a free part or do whatever to fix it or, right, 
come up with a fix and then sell it for twenty dollars. It's however you want to treat it, or just ignore it and say no. You're you. It's not a problem. You, it works. You, you, yeah, problem. you're doing it wrong. It's your fault. The yeah. product is perfect. Fly. That's it one way of, to deal with it. That's not great. Yep. It really boggles my mind that companies don't do it that way. Like when they when they're not like that. That to me is like mind blowing. Like why wouldn't yeah. you want to listen to who purchased your stuff and yeah. and correct it? It's oh, because so, yeah. it's not easy to do. But now you're going to be out of business because everybody's going to know you're. You know, you won't do anything about it. Why would I buy something from you again? It's so hard yeah. to support and back a company that doesn't back you with their products. Right. You know, like. So yeah. yeah. That's facts. All right, YGE making a making a stand in today's ESC market. You know, coming Team. after the big boys and you know, Team, Team Blue. Red, <laughs> Team Blue versus Team Red. That's kind of what it is. I feel like you got you got the black and the gold. They're fantastic, but they're kind of the JV team. And then you got the red and the blue that are yeah. knocking yeah. it out for the, the, the high-end best of the best. Yeah. You know. In my mind, at least. It seems like it. Like, where, you know, like money and features and, like, reliability at no cost, basically. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And kind of shows when, when Fun, you look at. Funny, they're both German. Yeah, right. And, and you think about. I, I do, I do like German Germany. things. I have to admit. Right? Just, just ask my girl; she'll tell you. <laughs> She's German. I do like Germans. I can't help it. That's why you like Kevin so much, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm American. But where are you really from? Where's your parents I was from? born in America. Where, where Where's your, your great-grandparents from? from? Where's your great-great-great-grandparents from? I don't know. <laughs> Roselle All Park, right. New Jersey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the... It's a very particular, sometimes over-engineered, but I'm weird, so I kind of dig that in a weird way. Um, and precision. So. Cool. All right. Okay. Let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next, next for, for you, Andy? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, geez. Uh, I don't know. I'm Wants leaving. To it. I gotta. To I gotta go for on a, like a two day trip in the morning. Leave real early, so I won't be doing any hobby stuff during then. Maybe I can get out and fly, or I really need to finish this stupid Spectre V2. It's just sitting here mocking me. Either that, or I need to call Steve Shaw and how he see how he deals with eighty percent finished helicopters just sitting around all the time. Maybe he can give me some pointers. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Just put That'll it on the shelf help. and get another helicopter and start building that. <laughs> I do have more heli kits. Oh, so I have an idea. Let me run this guy by you guys. So I have the Protos, the old Protos V2 in the box, right? I was going to build it up to replace the one that I've had since they come out and I've put a gajillion flights on. If I can get the boom which I and the belt, which I think I can... Should I go 800 with it? 
I say so. Yeah. When I build oh. it, I put the 160 ESC. That'll do 14S, the, the old hobby wing. And I probably might need to change the motor to a lower KV. But other than that, the, the Protos is really like a 750 size heli. Because it's just big. Is, like, it's really big. big. It's kind of yeah. heavy. It's just really, it's oversized for 700. But when they when it come out for like thirty bucks, you got everything to make it an eight hundred. It's and it's so it would be a it would be a lightweight eight hundred. I mean, and you saw you saw Keith fly his like he yeah. it down and it's not mm -hmm. boom striking. It's not you know it's not it can handle it. Yeah, it, it'd be good for you. Even I just kind of thought of that yesterday or maybe today that that might be cool to have. Because I've got the the raw any. and the specter will be seven hundreds. I don't need three really. No. So maybe I should do an eight hundred. Gear it to. I probably would want to go fourteen S though. But, uh, maybe I could do that. Seven S. Just go seven S. <laughs> Just go eight S. I heard that's eight a thing S. Though. <laughs> go ten S on a on a fourteen S machine. Maybe I'll go thirteen S. There you go. Nice. Just to be weird. Go. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? Yeah. Better than 12. Yeah. 3.7 volts better. I get a 6 and a 7. Mix them yeah. up. Huh. Then when people walk up and go, what What are you running? You could say 13S and see how many people go, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I need it. Let's see. Yeah. I could get an eight. I don't know. I should do it weird just to piss people off. <laughs> just to hell he has guys off. Nah, I think you're going to piss people off anyways, but yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like an 8S and then something else. I got to say, when I, flew my, when I flew my raw 700 on 8S, it felt really nice. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So, like the weight to power ratio was, was good, and I was probably only spending like fourteen, fifteen hundred on the head, but yeah, that's all I needed for the helicopter weighing like a pound less or whatever. Yeah. It was. I like flying all my 700s on 6S, you know, just stick yeah. a 6S pack in there, it's 100 percent. You get like 12, 1300 maybe, depending on how the gear, how your gearing is. I love flying, flying around, it's just it's really slow, it's smooth. Kind of got to be careful. You'll smack the yeah. ground, but it's yeah. really fun. I like it. Yeah, I need a little bit more pitch, and it it would be better. But when I did it on success, it was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. You kind of got to be ahead of it. You can't. Yeah. You can't stop it immediately. You got to. No, you can't you gotta wait. Plan ahead. Yeah. I flew it on success, it. but it doesn't matter for me because I fly like four hundred feet in the air, so I got all the time in the world to catch it. When I flew mine on 6S, I came back and said, I don't know why the RPMs weren't going up. And you were like, really, dude? <laughs> I remember <laughs> that, that conversation. Uh, but no, nah, it, it was cool. I need to check like on if they amps. still got the aluminum booms and the belts. I've got everything else I need. I'm sure. Maybe I'll do that. Hmm. What do you say, Kevin? I say Steve um, says yes. Oh, I say definitely, yeah. Okay. Do that. 
Well, that's what I'm going to do then. Be nice. cool if I can get the parts. That's what. What even order Proto's parts? Like, what even order XL parts? Is that like Cajun? Yeah, Cajun. Shannon carries several. Shannon. Um. I know, oh yeah, Shannon has a lot of Proto. A main has a lot of stuff. Okay. They have several places. Cajun Scott Lower down in uh, Louisiana. It's probably the main guy, and then A main and only find Haley's. You know, we were talking about um, XL, how, you know, in the last, whatever, three, four years, they've made an impact and, you know, and they're here to stay kind of deal. Um, what do you think about Tron? They're going to be the next big player, here to stay type of deal? Yeah. I don't know. They they got off to a very rough start. They did. So, and, and I don't so, know. So, a little bit rough, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, um, it's still kind of sketchy. Yeah. But I'm curious, you know, like, what's next for them? They, they you know, some might say that, you know, they had a, a leg up on the, their 500 and their 500 Nitro and or 550 Nitro and their 700, you know. But what's next for them? That's really where I want to see. Right. Like, what can like, they produce next? Well, if you, if you guys remember... XL, the very, very first 500 they had looked a whole lot like a Logo 480 at the time. Of course, then it kind of got changed, and it's not very much like it now. But that kind of reminds me of Tron, as in they had a... Rough beginning? A, a very, very similar <laughs> looking to some, some other brands. And then people absolutely raised Immortal Hell, and then they went and redesigned uh, so it doesn't have bear any resemblance now, as far as I can yeah. tell. But it still left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. So, yeah, yeah it's it's I, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, Time will tell. Because if they don't produce something, I'd say this year, like at least start producing something or have something out by the end of this year, like, um, I think that brand is not going to make it too far. Yeah. Um, and it depends on how they, they treat other stuff as well. I mean, there's that whole thing with the, the guy, fat boy, Haley's and stuff. That's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know all the details. I don't know how much, I don't know. I mean, either. I read two sides of a story, but I don't know who's I, right and who's wrong. Kind of yeah. like the whole synergy in tech thing where we can't, I hate to get in the middle of it because you don't really know the facts one way or the other. Just because stuff is said on Facebook, you can't really, without actually knowing, it's hard to, to know who's in the right and who's in the wrong. So the Tron stuff reminds me a whole lot of that, which is funny because of the people that's manufacturing the Trons. But so, yeah, we'll see how everything gets kind of handled and dealt out. But it will be interesting over the next year. What do you think, Steve, about the whole deal? I, I mean, I agree. I think it's very similar beginnings. Um, I think Excel, what, what had Excel going for them is that when they did kind of have this similar-looking helicopter, they weren't known at all. Like, it was such a small company. It was very small. didn't really affect the U.S. market. didn't come to the U.S. And market it, too it much. It wasn't. It, 
it seems like the Tron was worse because it was the the machine shop that was making parts from one just started kicking out parts right. for the other one. Yes. And, the, and everybody's like, dude. Uh, that's wrong. The, yeah. The other one was the, the XL was more like, the you know, there's design. a million different clones of a line stuff that's made by whatever you know it's just oh that's another clone thing and you you know it's not it's not like oh that's great or oh i'm never going to look at them again it's just kind of like ah that's that's the way things go they'll be gone in a year but then they redesigned everything and then started pumping out cool stuff in the 700 now they're a great brand yep yeah so yeah tron tron like steve said started off a little sketchy and I think that they can come out with the and, best and helicopter still, in the world. Still, and still, people are going to be like, "No, I'm not going to." I don't right. know. I think I think popular opinion on on Tron in America has changed. Yeah, but I it mean, depends on how the the business yeah, I, goes. I, if, I don't disagree with that, but I'm just saying like there are problems. There, there's definitely going to be people out there that are not going to buy it just because of what happened with them. I think yeah, I think possibly, that's going to fade. But that's there'll fade. be a few diehards. But still, they got that going against them when XL Power, you know, didn't, is what I was trying to say. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Kevin. And But it also depends on how the business, just the fact that they're in drama over other stuff now is yeah, not, it's bad. It's, doesn't look good is what I guess is my point. But I don't know the drama. Like I, I heard both sides of the story, and yeah, we don't I, know. We don't know. They could be a hundred percent in no. the right, it, but it still yeah. looks bad that they're even involved in this weird drama. Sure. Right. So, that, that I guess that's my point. They could be completely in the right in every way. We don't know. And and let's be honest, Excel did not have its own. Did, didn't have. Uh, let me rephrase this. Excel also had its own share of these type of problems. Like that fat, um, fat boy and Tron are having right now. They, you know, it's not unknown in the industry that that there were some issues um, prior, before, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. You know, it's a business though. People need to understand. At the end of the day, we love this hobby and we we support it. And we fly these helicopters, but it's a business for these folks. They need to make yeah. money. If they don't make money, they're going to be out of business or they're going to move their business to something else. Yeah, just being a person looking at the hobby from where i was at when xl power came out like i just never heard the clone word come up as much as i did you know when with tron and that was because think about it right right right, exactly um i don't think any like real americans made a big stink about about the you know xl clone or whatever you want to call it you know as their first iteration of a helicopter um, because it just wasn't big in America. Like some folks said it on forums and stuff. It looks similar in this, but then that's all it ever came out to. They, I never saw it fly in America. Like I never saw it at events. Yeah, you know? same like the Facebook groups and stuff were just kind of getting started then as well. It was mostly yeah. Ellie Freak and forums. I don't know. Right. I guess the social media could be good or bad depending on how many people start bitching about things. Yes, when people start bitching, it can be bad, and I think that's. Part of the issue we have with social media is that mm-hmm. so many people are negative and they feel like it's an outlet for them to be negative about companies that they use it. And like, it's not fair for companies because 90% of companies will make it right. Mm-hmm. Companies are run by humans. Some You're people won't even perfect. give them the chance. They just have a problem yeah. and they go online yeah, and, right and vent and type a bunch of shit out and then they're, they feel better, but then they just cause the world problems for everyone else. 
So don't be that guy. Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's my PSA. Don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are we talking about? What's that shooting a hobby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went on a tangent. I think so. I guess what's I don't next? know. What's next for you, episode. Steve? <laughs> uh, I'm driving back to Jersey this coming weekend. What? Why? I'm looking forward to it, but I have to drive back. What the hell, um, man? Why? So my mother's been living with me for the last year and a half, and mm-hmm. she's like, I'm tired of Virginia. <laughs> she's like, I need to move back to Jersey. So, <laughs> so she's going to move back to Jersey. She, she wants to mm-hmm. live with, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Is she tired of Virginia or is she tired of you? <laughs> I think it's me, but, <laughs> you know, but, you know, like, she doesn't have I'm just to really speak Korean to her. She doesn't really speak English, so she's yeah. kind of like. You know, she wants to go back to what she knows. Yeah, so. I, I get it. I'm just so, the ball. <laughs> yeah, so this Friday, interesting enough, uh, we were supposed to go Saturday, but this Friday, my company's like, ah, you guys, you know, it's Thanksgiving, everyone has the day off. So I'm going to drive back Friday um, up to Jersey, Friday morning, drop her off, help her move in and all that stuff. We'll probably have to buy some furniture and things, whatever, for her new place. But um, after that, though, you know, I'm probably going to hang out with a couple friends up there. And and then crash and then just you know, come back the next day. Yeah. So I do mm-hmm. want to try flying on Sunday, um, because I'll be back probably Saturday night. You know, so hopefully I'll try to make it out Sunday. But I know I need to do a lot more landscaping work. Um, I really want to start breaking ground on that that shed, that you know, mm-hmm. the next shed I want to build because I want to have that done. I mean, with my my time is two months. Like that's gonna be the the timeline I'm gonna set for this. So mm-hmm. before summer really starts kicking in. I mean, it's already hot already. It's already eighty plus down here. So it's gonna be cold this weekend. Okay. Like yeah, it's gonna be snow. real cold for me up in New Jersey. <laughs> well, is it supposed to snow down here? We could get winter mix. You could get snow probably. I'm pretty good in Richmond area. I know the, the folks in Fredericksburg always get it. Like whenever there's snow in Virginia, they get snow. I get like a wintery mix, and then it melts the next yeah. day. But basically, it's it was like 75 here last week, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like in the 30s next week, I think. So yeah. it's cold cold front coming through. We're you're it's not summer yet. Just yeah. simmer down over there. <laughs> simmer. Summer down. I'm trying to get this done before summer because yeah. I do not want to work on yeah, no. roofing. Or now is a good time to start on it. Yeah. yeah. All right, both of you, Simma. <laughs> all right, but that's all I got. All right. all right, so I was yeah thinking about going to Florida Jets, which is this weekend coming up. Florida Jets is a RC Jet event. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's New Jersey Jets. Um. Yeah, this is held in Lakeland, Florida, and it's a huge RC like jet yeah, event. Valley type of like, deal. Yeah, you're gonna see everything there, from what I hear, like turbines and turbines and <laughs> and all sorts of things. Okay. But my only day to go is Saturday, and it's supposed to be pretty rainy Saturday, so I might not go. Okay. I might just go flying on Sunday. That'll work. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Nice. That's all I'm up to. Cool. All right. We all went right. So, is there a pipeline? Yes. Yes. We have one that came in last Thursday, I believe. 
Gerd Blazer, ich heiße Heim und Rezario, wir sind in der Festschlitzerkrieg. Ich weiß nicht, was das war. Did you get that? Sure. Right, let's wrap up. Wrap it up. So I can go to bed. Yeah, you yeah. got a long day tomorrow. Okay, Facebook likes. We are at 1,392, and I do see one new name. Oh, right. So I want to say it's a plus one here. And we have Louis Mazurik. Oh, yeah. We met him. It's a chill out. Oh, it's yeah. Flower C, dude, that was taking the yeah, videos and stuff. The videos. Yeah. I recognize him that I look at him. Nice. Louis Louis. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Facebook comments. What do we got? Oh, geez. Yeah. That Facebook. Thing. We got Facebook. Oh, we got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we got a lot of facial book. Do we? Yes. Do you see Kevin? anything, Andy? Jeez, I don't see anything. Louise, where are you? Oh, I'm on the Heliheads right. page. Sorry. <laughs> no wonder. Of course, there's nothing there. <laughs> no comments Sorry, there. Huh? <laughs> uh, our last episode, the roast of Keith Williams. Jamie Burkholder said the chill out was a lot of fun. It was great to listen and to remember the events that I witnessed and even participated in. You guys did a great job recapping and capturing the fun of the event. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Good to hang out, Jeff. Darren Weens Wines. He's just going to say it both ways. Yeah. So you can't get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It says, these early releases are screwing me up. Be uh -huh. careful. We might start to expect them every week from now on. LOL. Steve responded, blame Andy. Oh, man. What the hell, Andy? <laughs> Darren also wrote, yeah, Andy also didn't play the voicemail that I left you guys. You suck, Andy. What the hell, Andy? You suck, Andy. I didn't see a voicemail, Darren. I'm so sorry. We somehow didn't get it. I think we've got our Google set up to uh, filter out foreigners, so it wouldn't let you in. Sorry about that. It, it doesn't take international calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was... Uh, Darren, thanks for calling in. I told him to try again. <laughs> He's a good, I love Darren. That was a good guy for sure. Uh, I didn't see this post from Jason. Jason Muir. Muir? Muir? Bugger me, Steve. Not another shed. <laughs> It'll be another six <laughs> years before you get to setting up the spirit. P.S. What does Ian, however he spells it. Oh, he spelled it wrong. Uh, what does Ian do while he's sitting on the loo? Which is the toilet. Perfect place to think of tech tips instead of playing Candy Crush. Thanks for the entertaining right. podcast. Right. You're right, Jason. He needs to do better on those tech tips. And here you go, Jason. There's the two things that I need to do, this jetty stuff. Yeah, Bug so me, it's only going to be three years, Jason. Give yeah. him a break. Yeah. Not another shed. What's I'll Ian doing while he's on the loo? Where's Jason from? Is he from the UK or? No. Melton, um, Victoria. Australia. Oh. Nice. Yeah. 
I knew I was. was I knew uh, when he said Lou. I knew he wasn't from around here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Americans do not call it bathroom Lou. But that's cool. Thanks, Jason. Oh, and he said bugger me, Steve. <laughs> hmm? Bugger me, Steve. Bugger me. Oh, that's awesome. I need a couple of drinks. Ray yeah, Bacon. Get the real Australian out of you. Before huh? I do the real Australian accent. <laughs> Ray Bacon RC said, one cool thing about this hobby and podcasting is at events you can go find these guys and talk to them and realize they know nothing about you, but you feel like you know them just a little bit. Great show, event, one day Kevin Teshner, we will meet. Mm. Yeah, because I sent Ray a message saying, damn it, Ray, another event where... I missed them. That's not what you told me. You told me you're going to keep avoiding him as long as you can. <laughs> I'm going to give him a say that. bigger hug than I give you. He's he's a good when guy. When I see him. I like Ray. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for that post. Ian, come up with a meme. He's got a picture of me, and it says Andy Ross. And then he's got a... It says wish.com Andy Ross and it's got a picture of um, I don't know I'll let you guys describe it looks like Gilligan me if I tea. did meth for like yeah, five okay. years yeah yeah maybe I don't and know. lived in Florida I lived in Florida yeah and buried your hat in the sand <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's meth Andy meth Andy, Andy. yeah Nick Wisdom RC says, "Oh, <laughs> what was that? The picture that he took. It, there's an at symbol. There's a, a yeah. tag on it. It says at, at men's, men's room. room what? Yeah. <laughs> at the men's room. Yeah, he's you know. I'm an idiot. Uh, Nick Wisdom RC says, "Oh, you'll pay for this one, Ian." Not really. I'm not going to make fun of Ian for that because that's funny. I only make fun of him when he just says dumb things. Eric Bertram, you guys are getting savage lately. They are, Eric. John Partridge says, great value version is whack. LOL, get what you pay for. <laughs> Eric Shue just said, oh my. Yes. <laughs> Spoke volumes with that. Yeah. And then uh, another meme from Ian, the meme, meme meister. The heli... The Heli Heads wish their stickers could do this. And it's the dude with uh, the flex tape dude with the water tank and the the guys labeled Keith Williams. The water tank with a big giant hole in it is wrecked main blades. He slaps a free fall sticker on there and it's good as new. So. Yep. You know, uh, I didn't see any comments like for that. that That's it. Definitely. A good one, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I'll also do this real quick because um heard a video clip. They're talking about things that we can actually share. Where, what, who? Ah, uh, during the video he oh. can actually share it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So you can see that's excellent. We need to always So if you're do watching that. this yeah. on yeah. there's Andy wish. Ross and <laughs> wish.com Andy Ross. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> good thinking, oh, Steve. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'll share that. Uh, what is next, huh? Mm. We have. Um. Oh wait, we have listener Facebook. 
I don't see anything there. I don't see any listener posts. No listener posts. And let's move it on to people of Podbean. People of Podbean, we had one person in seven days say something. Helly man liked episode 314. Chill the F out, bro. Mm. That's it. I'm Podbean. Thanks, everybody. Okay, Podbean comments. Six days ago. From Toad. Yes. Oh, there he is. The Toad is Javier, and Javier is the Toad. Or as Great Eagle would say, lineage equals same is Javier of the lineage Toad is. That's pretty good Great Eagle right there. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then six days ago again, Toad says, actually, it's probably something more along the lines of jump, hop, jump, hop, jump of same and equal Toad of the coil with Mexican crashy, crashy, fishy, fishy. Ooh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And then, of course, Gray Eagle has to leave a response. Oh, not not a response to that, but a a comment here saying super duper only nine of day seven weeklies. Absence of apology speaking text communicator. Notification of attempt to capture of SCP found what what is that? Foundationals. I guess. Uh guys, nice no worries stoke. Some beehive breakfast got scary. Boot. Okay. 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 Good. Looky actively. Wait. Looky. I can't fucking read this thing. Looky <laughs> actively fun fly, fly fun the hold down at RH Rodeo. That 3D Keith Berger only blade stop YG less negative 400 Rototech blade stem. <laughs> oh, Brian stem. Happy days in your shedling, Mr. Miata. Your ego full send drifted today. I don't know how he tops this. This freaking autocorrect would be screaming at you nonstop. You'd have to work really hard to get it this wrong. <laughs> Maybe he just disables autocorrect. He'd have to. Turn it Dis- off. Disable Grammarly. Yeah. Step one. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Uh, let's move it on to... Do we have any iTunes reviews? No. No There's iTunes nothing. reviews. No iTunes. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? All right. Drop us an iTunes review. We'll read that review on the next episode if we get one. Um, yeah, email us. You know, Facebook like us. Check out our webpage. Um, go check out fellow podcasters, Hellyheads, Hellerotors, kids, uh, you know those folks. I think that's all there is, right? I think so. Podcasters. Mm-hmm. There yeah, is one more. Is kinda, oh, Houdini, right? Yeah, Houdini. Recently. There's one more. One more what? Podcast? One more person to mention. Oh, well, he's not. He's on podcast, Kevin. Simmer down. Yeah, I just don't want to make I got, make sure I got my finger it. on the button this time. Okay, well, okay. Last so, time you had your finger on the wrong button. I know, the wrong button. Make sure <laughs> you check out our friend, Yarsi Roundtable. Yes. Yarsi yeah. After Hours? Andre. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you check out Bill Land's YouTube channel. Could you do us a favor? Check him out. Yeah, check him out. Check him out. He's actually been posting new videos and and cool stuff here lately. Yeah, he posted a cool video of, of, uh, we talked about it last week, of of Mike Welch and his Mm -hmm. scale heli. Scale heli with the logo 600 in it. And then this week, he actually posted more detail about how Mike fit that 600. In there, in that scale fuselage, he was going to use an oxy 
five, I think mm-hmm. he said, and uh, said it wouldn't wasn't there's too much room in the back of the frame okay. by the boom to fit it in there. But interesting video. I want to see more details on that. Nice. Good job, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, Bill. All right. Cool. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye, everyone. Bye. That's way too loud. That's not loud for me. Shit. <laughs> Kevin's dying. Every day. One step closer. A little day. closer yeah, yeah, every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Why am I why am I in a big box and you guys are in a little box? Yeah. I, I wanna be why in is a that, Steve? tiny little box. I, don't know. I feel like I'm in a big box and you guys are Nobody in puts Andy in a box. I, okay. <laughs> I would rather That's be cool. in a box, a small one. I want one of those Helihead shirt, dude. You like that? No. I didn't think you did. I want it because I need to wash my car, and I'm not I washing it with my... Like you wanted to wipe your ass with it. No, I'm not recording it with my Space Paranoid shirt, which I got yelled at from my wife for buying more t-shirts. I told her, shut up. <laughs> <coughs> After she was <laughs> off the phone. <laughs> He said, Andy and said, then, shut up. And then he went and unmuted his phone. Right. <laughs> Why can't I see shit? I've saved these posts in the stupid fucking Facebook, and then I can't ever get back to them. I hate this. I hate you, Facebook. I hate everything. Especially Facebook. I like it, but I hate it. I almost got in, in with somebody this morning that I don't even know on Facebook about gas prices. And the guy said, like, the president has anything to do with gas prices. <laughs> you really like, said that? That's what he said. This guy said. And I was like, I typed in, really, dude, have you been alive for the last five years? And then I, I just deleted it. And I was like, I'm not even getting into it. Yeah, sometimes it's not worth engaging. No. Yeah. Speaking of that guy. He bust. He was just like in the office today, like the, the the one day this week that he picks to show up for eight hours, and he's in my office for like seven of those eight, asking me, "Oh, what are you guys gonna talk about? How are the boys doing tonight? Everybody showing up? What are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about you tonight?" Just ask him. I was like, "I don't fucking know. You got any ideas? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You got ideas? What, what do you want about? us to talk about? Yeah. Well, my immediate response is, well. I think we're talking about the most annoying Steves in the hobby. <laughs> and you're just, top of the list, buddy. <laughs> he doesn't know what to say. He just walks away. It's um, funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. That's awesome. But he's a, he's a freaking knucklehead. He's a complete idiot. Oh, is he? Yeah. I, if I was if I was actually renting this to him and, and security deposit and all legal like, he'd already have to pay for uh, a va- a vanity, the the thing on the wall, the, a towel rack. Um, 
the outside <laughs> carpet. What's he doing in there? Kung Fu? Yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu. Yeah. Um, the lawn is, is burnt from pouring his bacon grease on it. He, he cleaned, <laughs> he cleaned he the bacon grease <laughs> on the lawn and they burnt it. He, he I'm an idiot. The bathroom. He's an idiot. <laughs> he, he cleaned the bathroom with a bleach covered like mop thing and then left it on the floor outside the bathroom on the carpet. And now there's oh, a rectangular God. white stain. <laughs> or, or, I shouldn't even say it's a stain, it's a minus of color. Bleach. Yeah. Bleach mark. Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Knucklehead is an understatement, huh? <laughs> Maybe paying for a lot of stuff if it was actually Oh, and then instead of fixing the door, he yanked it so tight that he ripped the he like broke the stop mm-hmm. on him. So like the doors yeah. the doors going past the stop. Yeah. So I have to fix that when they leave so I gotta take the molding off and put shims in oh, between man. the yeah the door jam in the wall yep poor Kevin that. yeah and I gotta repaint yep new floors you gotta build a new house <laughs> it's gonna be joyous <laughs> yeah damn anybody wanna buy a helicopter anybody wanna buy an unbuilt gasser conversion <coughs> like the raw conversion and a and a two and it's Steve Shaw you'll see it soon completed Spectre V2 and a camper and a kidney and I don't know what else I can sell I can't even buy a t-shirt my wife's yelling at me so much <laughs> why would you have to buy a t-shirt don't you have like a thousand <laughs> that's what she said I said, yeah, but this is my nice T-shirt. Okay. She's like, what does that even say on Going out I'm to like, dinner's T-shirt. If I told you, you wouldn't even understand. So it makes no point for me to no, tell you. I, get, I got you. 